Welcome to the See You Next Summer podcast. I'm your host, Billy Palhan, and with me, as always, is the Claire to my Owen, Mr. Raul Rodriguez. How are you doing today, Raul? I don't know if I will be able to run in high heels, though. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like I, you could do it. And this is our first recording since coming back from Celebration, so this is a very exciting but a little weird time for us yeah one week we got to be together and there was a lot of stuff and also my voice giving you a heads up yes i got the count flu aka covid (laughs) i miraculously didn't i'm surprised that billy didn't got it i was very surprised because i knew some people that got it and i was like oh shit i might get it Mm -hmm. and somehow i didn't well, or also maybe I did. I don't know, but I felt fine. Well, also is the theory that COVID is racist, though. They only attacks Latinos and Black people, so I'm fine. Well, I mean, some people I knew, some white people as well. So. Well, just making a sarcastic joke, but yeah, yeah going I mean, back you're, to you're, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. But yeah, going back to Jurassic World, we're doing the sequel trilogy of the Jurassic movies. The movies that ruined Charles in cause media. Social media wars and a lot of stuff. Nah, not as dramatic as Star Wars, though. (laughs) No, no. But uh, these are the Jurassic World Mm -hmm. movies, not Jurassic Park. See, they expanded to the world. It's like Disneyland, and now it's Disney World. Which you would think would be a better movie, because Disney World is a lot more expansive and stuff in Florida. They can do as... They, they can expand it as much as they want. Because mm-hmm. in California, you can only expand so much and they have you know, water problems. Florida mm-hmm. obviously doesn't. But my point being is that they can do so much more with these movies. And yet, ironically, they feel more like a Jurassic Park and they, they don't feel very expansive mm-hmm. in ways. It's just... It's a retread of the original. It is The Force Awakens... Yes. Which came out the same year. Yes. And this came out before The Force Awakens. So it makes you think. And Colin Trevorrow was involved for a long time in the sequel for episode nine. Yeah, he was going to direct it, but they canceled it because they didn't like his story, which that script has been leaked Mm -hmm. online. It is a very different Star Wars. I can tell you that. Baby. Um,. I don't know if I would have liked it more than Rise of Skywalker, but it was definitely, definitely different. Hey, Colin, if you're listening to this, I like the book of Henry. <laughs> I love safe. I love safety, not guaranteed. Eh, I saw that oh. one. I was like, eh. so he's kind of a mediocre director. Sorry, Colin Trevorrow. He seems like a nice guy. No, that's the thing. He's a mediocre director, but. He has a certain, I think he's still like managing his point of like the thing that he wants to do. Maybe he's gonna take him maybe like five movies to find his groove. Maybe, yeah, he's a very inexperienced in terms of like he only did Safety Not Guaranteed before mm-hmm. Jurassic World. He started that trend of like grabbing an indie director and immediately doing a blockbuster. Well, that was technically Marvel, but. Yeah, we, but that's we, the thing. We, we, we don't talk about them here. We, we don't, don't talk, talk about them, but that's the thing. It's like, it was that trend in the early 2010s of like grabbing an indie director and their second movie is exactly a fucking big ass movie. 
And I think, how, how can they do something that big? And then, and then the thing I remember, like people are like, oh my God, because of the book of Henry, they fired him from Star Wars. No, they fired him from Star Wars because he couldn't do many fucking more rewrites because the fucking fans were still pissed of the Last Jedi. And Colin said, Colin said, "Fuck you, bye." So, that's, and also Disney was rushing to it. Well, they had a release date. They had a mandate. They had to uh, get mm-hmm. to, and they got to it. Yeah, <laughs> they got okay. to it. But uh, yes, uh, Jurassic World directed in 2015. There were rumors. A little context. Yes, because I know we're just we're almost five minutes in. We haven't started, but. There were rumors for years about Jurassic Park four. Yes, I had, I clinged on to any of those rumors because I. Do you excited. know about the leak story? No, I do know about this because I read in a magazine in two thousand seven. Oh the leak story about Jurassic Park four was about engine using soldiers to mutate them with dinosaur DNA. It was half dinosaurs, half human hybrids. Look it up. There's fucking design. There's fucking artwork of like a dinosaur, half human, half dinosaur, like with a gun. This sounds like the greatest, best, or the the best worst sci-fi original movie. Uh-huh. Which again, these sequels just seem to copy that. Uh-huh. And it's, it's funny that you use the word hybrid mm-hmm. in this because it's that seems to carry over. And yeah, um, also it's funny that you mentioned indie directors doing big blockbusters because we are coming off of a month of an indie director that ended up doing big blockbusters. Yes. But that didn't end up going well for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can listen to all of our M. Night, Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan episode. Mm-hmm. Would, that would be very much appreciated. But back to Jurassic World. So mm-hmm. they announced this and this was the final this was the triple hit Mm -hmm. for chris pratt because before this he was just known for parks and rec as uh, andy from parks and rec and he's very funny in this but then and when he he was married to anna ferris and then he was an asshole then he ended up doing the triple threat of first the lego movie and then i think it was Guardians. Two months, yeah, two months later or something, it was Guardians, because I know that was out in August 2014. And then the very next year, Jurassic World. And that, all three of those came out relatively close to each other. That's when Chris Pratt became a superstar. And also because he lost a lot of weight. Also, Raul from that, from that time in 2015 started watching Parson Rec after Jurassic Park. I was like, Wow, he was way cuter when he was chubby, though. And then what he did to Anna Ferris, and then now he's being a homophobic. And then, fuck you, Chris Pratt. Even though I love Onward, I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand, because, yeah. yes. But he has charisma, though. He does That's have a lot of charisma. He has a very strange charm to him. Yeah, so. but that's kind of like the story. And I also heard that Steven had a different pitch for Jurassic Park 4. I remember that I heard that one of his stories was going to be, remember the pterodactyls that they're flying uh, uh, at the end of Jurassic Park 3? So Jurassic Park 4 was going to pick up in a baseball, in a baseball like a, like game. And some pterodactyls are killing children, picking them one by one in the game. And I'm like, ah, that sounds like a cool intro scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
and uh, yeah, uh, so the movie begins mm-hmm. with what else? Since it's a new beginning, we have eggs being hatched, and mm-hmm. they're not just any eggs. We come to learn what they are later on. But we're just going to present it right now. Verizon Wireless presents yes! Dominus Rex. There's or two the of them. Brontosaurus Rex, like in Honest Trailers. It basically is. It is a walking uh, plot device. Yes. Which, to be fair, all the dinosaurs in and this also, franchise are. I had to do it. Pretty like reference. They're twins, and he ate his sister. Like Callison killed Corny in the fucking books. <laughs> oh, I don't care anymore. I just, I don't. Uh, yes. Then it cuts to oh, this apparently takes place during the winter. It seems it's a Christmas movie. Uh, technically, it's a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Weird, but we get Judy Greer and some other guy, and mm-hmm. they are packing. It's like, yeah, we're going to take you to Jurassic World mm-hmm. because the whole premise about this, I love the concept of this yes. where it's John Hammond's dream has been realized. Yes. It's been functioning and it's been great. That uh-huh. is great to me. And then it's like something bad, inevitably bad goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a great premise. The problem is everything else. <laughs> yes. Because this is the other thing that I have a lot of questions though. Remember in the first one that they said, oh man, it's going to be for a lot of like rich people. There could be a coupon day. This is one of my biggest questions since 2015. How much does that take it, uh, the park, the park ticket for Jurassic World? I know Probably that about the same have... as Disney. But that begs the question. The fucking children had the fucking fast pass because of Claire. How much does it cost the fucking fast pass? <laughs> well, like, do they have T Rex Plus? Like Chini Plus? Oh my god. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe it's a Velociraptor or a Raptor Plus. Raptor Plus? Raptor well, Line? Raptor Line. Ah! <laughs> uh, we're writing the script better than this. Trademark! <laughs> anyway, we meet our two kids because, of course, there's kids. Simon. There's. The t- there's Yes. The the teenager, the older one, Zach, who mm-hmm. is played by Nick Robinson, Simon from Love Simon. Mm-hmm. And then the younger one is Gray. Mm-hmm. And he is played by Ty Simpkins, who was the kid from Iron Man Three. And that fucking kid that no one knew in Endgame. Yeah, he did make an appearance in Endgame. It's weird. He grew Also up. talking about weird. Simon, Simon was texting a lot in Jurassic World and he was texting a lot of a, a, a blue person. Someone blue, see what this is. No, there is a blue. There is a blue. Yeah. (laughs) God. Well, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Right. Anyway, yeah, they're the Mitchell siblings, and they're going to Isla Nublar. First, they got to take a cruise to get to the island. So, is the Mitchell versus the dinos? (sighs) I hate you. Oh, and the only reason that they're able to do it, I guess, is because their aunt is the operations manager, and that. My friends is Claire Deering, played by Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, Bryce! In this movie, I hate her. You hate her character so much. She is that typical business lady that is a workaholic, and she has this it's weird stereotypical workaholic character. She only thinks about work, only work, money, assets, no sex, no food. A lot of talk about assets. 
a lot of things about assets. And also, and she wears white. All white. And also, Bryce, you're really, 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 really beautiful. That's a horrible wig. I don't know if it was a wig or a haircut. I don't, it is the weirdest Christ. haircut I've seen. I like. I can understand if it was like you know the wasp and uh-huh. uh, or Hope Van Dyne with the like the bob cut oh in the God, first Ant Man for movie, mm-hmm. which came coincidentally came out the same year. Twenty fifteen yes. was a big year from blockbusters, especially. So much money was made for those, mm-hmm. but it's like shoulder length. It's like not quite a uh, shoulder length hair, but and it's also trying so to be open. a bob. It's so weird looking. It looks like dog ears. Also, a thing that I brought up over at Universal, that Judy Greer and Bryce Dallas Howard are portraying sisters once again because they were sisters in the village. Yes, which was one of the movies we covered last month. Yes. So it's like poetry, right? (laughs) Yeah, because we ended up going to Universal and we did ride the Jurassic World ride. It used Mm -hmm. to be the Jurassic Park. I think the Jurassic Park was better. Yes. But I also think that Universal Florida is much better than Universal California. Mm. And not to say that Universal California is bad. Mm. It's just basically like Six Flags because Florida is it's much bigger. Also, I love the Judy Greer trailer line. Is something chases you? Run. There's I'm a like, lot of. I'm uh, like, you fucking bitches, you fucking children. There are a lot of trailer moments. I remember all of them. And there's another moment with Bryce Dallas Howard. She, of course, gets one with the run. Run. Dun, dun, dun. I remember the promos for this where it was like the blue background and the piano just going. Dun, 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 dun. And, just, and they always do a variation on that as mm-hmm. well. And um, Claire is such a terrible aunt that she doesn't even show the boys around. She gets her assistant Zara to show them around. Play oh, she doesn't mean. <laughs> yeah i know i looked it up it's on imdb it says oh, zara and uh i know her from merlin she played morgana and Mor- merlin and basically played the same role in supergirl she was uh lena luther oh her. shit that's true that's it that's lena luther from supergirl yep i was like haha die trash <laughs> i hate supergirl so <laughs> oh wow that doesn't make me anti-gay or whatever, because I know all the gays are going to come after me, especially since this is June. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy, happy Pride Month, by the way, happy everybody. Pride Month. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, then I think they wasted the Jurassic Park theme. theme? With the introduction of the park? I, I, I kind of like mixed it. on it. Yeah, the opening where they're going to the rooms and then... The gray, the little one is like, I want to see it now. And then open it up. Great shot of the entire park. That's one of the only good shots that Colin did, though. Yeah, it looks cool. I was like, I would love to vacation there. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. It's like like a resort. This is is one of my main questions now, though. So let's say people that don't want to stay at this hotel at Jurassic World, do they have to take a ferry back to Cuba? Oh, what was well, it? Costa Rica. Costa Rica, sorry. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But then, are the fucking hotels at Costa Rica are even are more expensive? Because I'm thinking of me as a expensive. person. I'm more expensive. I'm like, I'm just thinking me, if I was in the real world trying to go to Jurassic World, 
how many coupons, how many points in my airline will I have to do to get to the to see Jurassic World? And also just to go in a crowded day. Those fucking kids got to cut the line and they barely see the fucking tears get get, get eating. This is an expensive ass zoo. It's the original idea of Hammond, I know. But also, um, but I really like the the thing about the other thing that they make fun of that you see all of the brands, Samsung, Verizon. There's a lot of there's a Starbucks, lot of brands. Margaritaville. I'm pretty sure it was a Benihana. <laughs> there was <laughs> uh, Honda, the Civic. When that when that Civic comes up to jewelry the store that I'm forgetting the name right now. There's a jewelry store right there in the corner. Yeah, there are a lot of brands. Sales? I don't remember, but yeah, there's a jewelry store right there. Yeah, no, there's a there's a lot to do there. It's basically Disney World. They got or, or it's it's downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. It yeah, looks a lot like downtown Disney. Yeah, it makes you wonder if uh thank God Disney didn't decide to clone dinosaurs that we know of. Mm-hmm. That we know of, but if since they seen Jurassic Park, they know no no no, do not do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're going around the park. Oh yeah, they meet Claire at like this cool holographic exhibit mm-hmm. exhibit or something. And I think that's where we get a cameo from Mr. DNA as well. Yes. It's really quick. And one of those like kind of like weird projecting hologram screens. Ha there. But that's the thing, the I'm like the moving truths are like a lot of cool stuff and they don't go on there. They go into boring stuff though. Like, wouldn't it be cool to see the kids maybe online or on Starbucks and they're, like, talking about the park before they go into a ride just to get to know, like, the people around there? Because this is the other thing that annoys me about the movie. I know that I'm skipping a little, but it would have been cool. It would also have been focusing in, like, maybe two tourists. It would have been a little, like, different point of view, not only from the kids' perspective, because I think it would have been way cooler, though. And then joining the storylines of all of them, the tourists meeting up with the main group. Yeah, some outside perspectives. Yes. That's what they did in Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. The kids. I mean, granted, they were Hammond's uh, grandchildren. But the paleontologists were outside of the, the loop. They were the tourists, technically. Well, yeah, they were our eyes and ears. Mm-hmm. The thing we it's needed- supposed to be the kids are that. Oh yeah, and there's a throwaway line that uh, later on they get divorced. it means absolutely nothing. Nothing, absolutely nothing. It's terrible, and we see that they they ditch the assistant. By the way, like pretty easily because mm-hmm. she's on her phone the entire time. I'm like, yeah, you see that with like publicists. And, and then shit. we see Bryce Dallas Howard introduced with some like some board members or maybe like company people that they're gonna buy. The rights to the Indominus Rex. I'm like, if Verizon Wireless bought the Indominus Rex, what were the other companies? Well, no, we know what company bought them because she even says it. And we even said it. I know it's Verizon, Verizon, but I wonder what were the other companies though? Amazon presents Indominus Rex? Samsung, AT&T. I don't know. probably, Probably a phone company or something. Yeah, because there's no really good reception though. And they're silent. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Take that, Universal. And so they explore the park. Oh, yes. And they are, through the exposition of Bryce Hallis Howard, they decided to up the wow factor because corporate, evil corporate, fucking idiots, just like in real life. Yeah, I'm going to say that. 
uh, decided dinosaurs aren't cool enough. And so they wanted to up the wow factor. And so they decided to make their own dinosaur. Uh-huh. Not only did they make their own dinosaur, they didn't uh, tell the staff, you know, the what main people. What is in, in the drink? What is it? They know say? that the body genome is a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Everything else, we don't know. Why? Plot reasons. Plot reasons. That's literally the only reason why. And we talk about the James Bond vilification of Doctor Who. <sighs> don't get me started on that. Please don't get me started on that. It makes absolutely no sense. It comes out of the well, blue. Out of fucking nowhere. It it it's terrible. I I'm it frustrates me to no end. Also, also I've, I've already ancillary Doctor Wu novels trying to explain his villain backstory, like in Star no, Wars. No, no, <laughs> nothing that I can look up or something. He and, was uh, in, he was a villain for three episodes in Cap Cretaceous, though. Okay, maybe that's it. I <laughs> uh, just, I really need to watch Camp Crustaceous. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a very long series either. Maybe no. it'll have, maybe it'll play into Dominion a little bit. Who knows? Um, as of this recording, we haven't watched Dominion. We haven't seen it yet. No, but uh, we're hoping to get somebody on for that one because mm-hmm. uh, I know she really loves this franchise. Maybe she can help us out. And uh, anyway, they go, they see the Mosasaurus, which is really cool, eats a shark. I love it. It's great. I but love they, when they like take them down too <laughs> to show. That's that's really cool. It's like damn Sea World. Yeah, but when it goes down and they see like the mosasaurus eating the other part of the fish, a part of me because of nostalgia. Remember that scene? I don't know if it's just three or just the revenge when the shark goes under the restaurant, on the restaurant under the sea. <laughs> I wanted the mosasaurus to destroy and eating all of those people. It's three because that takes place at SeaWorld. I Thank think. you. Just, I was like, I wanted that. <laughs> yeah. But not only that, we see there's a petting zoo with like tiny baby Stegosaurus and ty- Triceratops um, that kids are riding. And they That's have pretty cute, though. The baby yeah, dinos. They do. Uh, we see T Rex. Like, we're, we know it's a T Rex. We don't really see it. We because obviously. Mm-hmm. And. We also cut to um, the introduction. Oh, yeah. No, we get introduced to the CEO of the island, oh, Simon Rani. Yep. Played by the late Efren Khan, mm. who, who unfortunately passed away. He wasn't very old either. So, oh. yeah, That's cancer nice. sucks. Oh, also. And, uh, yeah, he is like, uh, he's like, no, no, no. We're going to take a chopper there because, of course, they got a fucking helicopter mm-hmm. to the other side of the island. And he's like, just like Hammond said, spare no expense. Not only that, he's flying the fucking thing. Because uh-huh. he's an eccentric billionaire, I guess, and, when he got the money. And Mas Rani didn't say, oh, we also, in another point of the island, we have six kids being in a camp. But we're going to give, give, give a fuck about them. <laughs> That's the plot of the Netflix show, by the way. It's happening at the same time as the movie. The children yep. are in another point of the island in a three Kind of like a big fancy tree. There's kind of like a apartment. That's oh, where the they're living house. for three days. And then the third day is exactly when everything happens in this movie. Oh my God. <laughs> and then course. we see the introduction of Owen. Owen Grady played by Chris Pratt. Who I think this is our first Chris Pratt movie that we've done. Well, Onward. 
Oh, but what oh yeah, we did do we did do onward. That's yeah. true. That's true. Back in the good old days of Zoom calls. Ah, those days. <laughs> Where the quality was still somehow better than Jurassic World. <laughs> I'm talking about its reception. Oh. This movie has a very like similar feel as well, like look wise to The Force Awakens. I don't know what it is, but it just feels so similar to very crisp a lot of saturated colors mm-hmm. which is hilarious because there's actually not many colors there's a lot of blue which is funny because um he has his uh quartet of velociraptors chasing a pig and the velociraptors names are of course blue mm-hmm. who is the leader there's delta echo and charlie mm-hmm. you get it it's because they're military call signs Oh, I didn't know that. Blue is not a, um, I don't think blue is a military Carl sign, but it's it has a blue stripe. Mm-hmm. That's why. So he's and the raptor whisperer. Pretty much. I love the shot too of like him and the sun, and he's like, "Hey, stop!" I'm like, "This dude is just a glorified zookeeper." Not only that, I've... you did the thing of the J.J. Abrams the lens flare because it shows a lens flare. Hmm. <laughs> And um, we see that they're training. And, of course, he, he has his sidekick. Uh, that guy's name is Barry. Mm-hmm. He's cool because he's, he's a black French man as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, Omar Sy, he's cool. And our military asshole, basically our villain for the movie, human villain, uh, Vic Hoskins, played by Vincent D'Onofrio. Jesus! This dude, he is as stereotypical. He has the dumbest idea in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's great because of how dumb it is. But he, Raul, looks so, so, he also looks so much like a dad in his 40s. The way that he's wearing the fucking shirt and everything. Oh, he's a Trump supporter for he's sure. He's a fucking Trump supporter. I was going to say that. Absolutely. But also, the, the, he has... This is, I think, this is the idea from Jurassic Park 4. Like, the recycle stuff from Jurassic Park 4, because technically the idea, Vincent D'Onofrio's character, he works for InGen, and he wants to weaponize the raptors. He wants to weaponize them to use them as weapons of mass destruction to fight in Iraq. You know, it sounds hilarious, but you know that American military would, they have people like that. Mm-hmm. Hardcore conservatives would definitely be those people as well. But they're going to come in those caves, eat them belt buckle and all. And then Owen is like, he's the one sensible dude. He's mm-hmm. like, you can't control these animals. They're animals. Mm-hmm. And I actually love how in control and just calm. Oh, the iconic. Like stopping them with their weakest hands. Oh yeah. Ah. oh yeah, we also met the uh, the computer staff that like oversees the whole park. Ah, uh, the guy from my New Girl. Char- yes, my favorite character, Lowry, played by Jake Johnson. Hmm. Uh, sh- um, not, Nick. Uh, Nick. Yeah, Nick from New Girl, mm-hmm. and he's literally me <laughs> because he's got a mustache, he's got some glasses, five o'clock shadow, and he's got. I love his little office with yes. the the dinosaurs on top. That reminds me of Firefly. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, he's just like, she's just like, 
you know, it's very inappropriate you wearing this Jurassic Park shirt. He's like, oh, yeah, I got it on eBay. $150 for vintage shirt. No, but also he said, that first part was legit. <laughs> yep, speaking for everybody. And then I love what Bryce was like, clean your this is a little chaotic. And then you see in the corner, there's like Ian Malcolm book in the corner right there. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's chaos theory. Mm-hmm. I mean, who would who would have predicted that making your own fucking dinosaur, nothing bad would happen ever? As if the they really are stupid. There mm-hmm. there are a lot of stupid, stupid people in this movie, mm-hmm. and it's so frustrating. And then I love that we have this random ass scene. I don't know if it was a reshoot or part of a, the screenplay when Judy Greer calls Claire. Why are you done with the kids? I want you to have a family because I'm not going to have one. <laughs> She's at her divorce hearing talking to Claire. So technically this whole trip was for the kids to get distracted. For a divorce. Yes. It absolutely plays nothing. Nothing at all in the sequel or anything. In fact, the kids don't even show up in the sequel. It's ridiculous. It's like, this, yeah. is, this is our only movie. There's a lot of setup. There's a lot of setup for these kids. They don't even get mentioned in the sequel, and I'm pretty sure they're not in the third one. Oh, I know they're not in the third one. And but I'm, the people from Fallen Kingdom are. Yeah. Okay, sure. Fuck it. Why not? I guess they just didn't test well with the focus groups. Well, maybe also, maybe Transport didn't like Simon. Because he's... <laughs> <laughs> or the fact uh, later on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hoskins is the head of the security. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, one of the handlers ends up falling over. And then we get the iconic hands up uh, motion that many board zookeepers did later Jesus on. Jesus Christ. There were so many photos of those on Twitter. Yes. Of zookeepers doing that to multiple animals. This is a cool shot, though. Yes. They used it all throughout the promotion. I remember that, and uh, a lot of Chris Pratt whispering lines. Mm-hmm. As also, well. it's impressive that in 2015 we had so many big box office openings because I think before this was Age of Ultron made like 220 million dollars opening weekend. I think, and this one went. I think this one made like 230 or 240. I don't remember. And then. Oh. This made a lot of money. Um, yeah, opening weekend. But then talking about for I love the means. I was like, Force Awakens, like you're gonna, you're a, you're the opening act. I was like, and then Force Awakens made like three hundred fifty million dollars on opening weekend or something. I don't remember. Oh yeah, because these were the starts of franchise of two of the most beloved franchises ever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this was like, and there had been a Jurassic Park movie in over a decade. So I can understand the hype for years. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a big, big deal. And yeah. Furious 7 came out that same year. People saw that, mainly mm-hmm. for Paul Walker's unfortunate death. And also the fact that Fast and Furious is also another one from Universal. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly. So it was a good year for Universal. Yes, it was. I think those that fucking Minions movie came out the same year. The first I'm pretty sh- Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Ooh, I think you're right, though. God, I hate that movie so much. You want to see me rant and get frustrated and have my voice crack for that? You get me on that. I never, I laughed only once. 
I am extremely easy to please. And oh, that movie, I didn't laugh. None. I laugh at the dumbest, most childish jokes. If I, that can't make me laugh, you know it's bad. Anyway, uh, what do we do? Oh, yeah, they call Owen over to the Indominus Rex pad. Yes. Because they want his input. Oh, yeah, he's a Navy veteran as well. So that's where the military training comes in. And it's like, okay, he's just our our badass. We Maybe he has dinosaur DNA for the third one? For I the minion? Swear <laughs> to God. You, that Owen, would, you are a Hammond. <laughs> that would not be that far-fetched. <laughs> and Claire has some history because she went on a date with Owen as he is fixing his motorcycle. And he's just like, who brings an itinerary to a date? Which that's mm-hmm. a good question. Yes. <laughs> But this is my other question, though. In the island, Owen has like a really cool RV there in a corner. Is that part of the park? Is that part of an I- the island where there's no dinosaurs? I think he, he just lives there. He's just chilling. Yeah, he just seems to live there. Because right. in the sequel, we see uh, he was building a house. Oh, so, that's true. So he didn't really have anywhere. I mean, he, I guess he just has like his place near the islands for work. I think that that he says in the la- uh, Claire says like uh, it's because the that we heard from focus groups that people are getting bored of the same dinosaur. That's why we created the Indominus Rex. I'm Indominus like, Rex, and I'm like, so the park has focus groups like movie studios. Well, yeah, it's I mean, everybody has focus groups. I know, but I'm just making the jokes. Like, a, there's a lot of jokes over there, like especially with the corporations, and we know about movies that they're controlled by corporations too. And you feel like that's social commentary, like it was uh-huh. intentional, because I feel like it was intentional. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they were taking a dig at just the whole studio system, or not even just studio system, just um, capitalism. And really. all of the shots of the of that Mercedes. That's a really cool car. That was a, that was a total Mercedes ad. You just mm-hmm. needed the uh, the the theme music that we use for our show. I I hear it in Mercedes commercials sometimes, Ooh. or not Mercedes commercials, just car commercials. I'm like, oh, that's that's because it's, it's uh, royalty free music. So. Ooh, I was like, we, we better not get sued by Mercedes. Ah. No, dude, it's, it's public domain. We can <laughs> nice. use whatever. Nice. Oh yeah, the other thing about the Indominus Rex is that first it's a female, because of course, mm-hmm. and that it had a sibling, but she ate it. And we don't even see it because, is it really there? Hmm. Mm-hmm. But Owen goes in. Of course, there's a fat-ass security guard just there eating, constantly eating, is just pressing the buttons. I was like, this guy is a walking cliche. Seriously. I feel targeted as a, as a big person. You damn you, Colin Trevorrow. <laughs> well, they do something especially that I'm sure you didn't like. Oh, later, no, no, no. Because uh, Owen is just like, he wisely is like, this is not a good idea. Mm-hmm. He's like, the reason why the Raptors are in control right now is because they have social interaction. They have mm-hmm. siblings. And it's like they've never been out of the paddock. Yeah, but I've been printed on them since birth. And they know... They've had love and care. This creature has no nothing. Mm-hmm. The only positive reinforcement you give it is the crane of meat that, meat, that you mm-hmm. that you or the, the crane that puts the meat down into the pad, like the raptors in the first movie. The Uber East crane. Yeah, 
and they're just like it's never been outside of that paddock mm-hmm. then he also is like uh yeah real smart guys and you don't even know what it's made out of mm-hmm. uh and also like the stuff that we know that it senses thermo- ther- thermodynamical um oh fuck temperature that is they the knows like about like it is getting warm and then also they notice that it's not there they don't feel the dinosaur and then claire was like oh my god maybe he escaped and then she's in the car and she talks to nick from new girl oh my god we have a nice out of containment not no. only that because owen notices claw marks on the mm-hmm. end it's like have they always been there yeah and it was like a, no the, the dinosaur's still there and then conveniently the ra- the fucking cell phone system and also the radio system also gets faulty and this is one of my questions did the Indominus Rex also fucked up with the technology of the island? He's a hacker. He's a hacker. Yes! No, especially in Fallen Kingdom, because there is an actual hacker and the yes. next one. Or so we are told. Mm-hmm. God, I'm already having problems with this movie. And, and also, the Indominus Rex does the fucking racist thing that started from this franchise. Killing a uh. Latino first. Oh, not only that, because <laughs> Owen and this one random minority worker go mm-hmm. in there to see if the creature's there. Of course it is, because it turns out it can change its heat signature. Body heat, yeah. It's How like the predator. Basically is the predator. <laughs> and then it grabs the minority worker and just rips him in half, eats him, mm-hmm. and then... I love how Chris Pratt runs, by the way. It's so, like, he's got really good posture, but nobody runs like that. I mm. guess that's how you're supposed to run. I think he wanted to do the Tom Cruise thing. But he he was very much doing Tom Cruise running. And it's like, we got to close the paddock. Masrani, or, um... Is it uh, me? Nick Johnson's just like, no, 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 we can't leave them in there. And Masrani's just like, fuck you, I'm closing. <laughs> and then, of course... It didn't close all the way, so Owen can slide under the car, mm-hmm. and the Indominus breaks out. And then an actual decent scene where he has to he cuts the gas line and covers himself with gas. And of course, the fat guy hid under um, another car, and then cartoonishly, yes, <laughs> it becomes a cartoon where the car gets picked up. He just slowly turns to Chris Pratt and is like. Oops! He <laughs> then, to grab like what? the fucking coyote. Oops! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then he, just gets, he gets grabbed. No sounds or anything. Rawr, yeah. And then yeah. So then he covers himself with gas because he knows that the whole movement by uh, only see through movement thing is bullshit, and that's hmm. through smell. And then the Indominus is out there. And then what do they do? They call in their uh, unit. Which is the ACU? I think the ACU. asset containment unit. I think that was the name. Yep. And also, I love that Masrani was like a Chris Pratt was like a, you're sending them with non-lethal weapons. That thing costs twenty six million dollars. I don't want to take a kill. <laughs> Once again, the dumbass CEO. Uh-huh. Because it's not like he has the money to compensate that or anything mm-hmm. <laughs> but they go out and oh yeah the kids as well and they're the going to mm-hmm. the gyrosphere ah make the joke about the gyrosphere ah, the hamster ball yeah yes no 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 the other joke about the tablet 
inside the gyrosphere. We experienced this in Universal. <sighs> presented the video is presented by Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> which Jimmy Fallon also does the Universal Studio Tour. So <laughs> and I think it was before the Tonight Show, though. But this was just as he was starting the Tonight Show. Yes. And it's very unfunny. Oh, like, yes, it is. Oh, it's not funny at all. God. And, and uh, they also have that one guy that always appears in stuff. No, oh, the guy that looks like he has been on the Vivant Theory. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the, yeah. the, the, the long-faced person. The park attendant. All, yeah, the park attendant. That's always deadpan. Yeah, but also I love that they're in the control room. And they're seeing like uh, this uh, this unit that like, they're fucking weaponized and everything, and they're like a they notice a piece of skin with the tractor. I was like, oh my god, a Claudia's tractor. And Chris Brown's like, he remember where he where he had it, and then he the guy fucking sees between all of the good uh, trees and then appears. My favorite line of the whole movie: "It can camouflage." And then it starts eating everyone, and I love the fucking screen of showing like all of the the life like beep, and now everybody dying beep. Yeah, beep. it kills most of the ACU uh-huh. and I, I love the one dummy with the shotgun that's just moving forward. I'm oh, like, like choo 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 and it's doing literally nothing, and so yeah, right there, and. Yeah, they all die. And I love and, Chris Pratt. Immediately was like, if I create the island, and then uh, and then Claire, trailer line. It was like, Claire's like, we will never reopen <laughs> again. A trailer line. Right. Oh, they're not going to reopen anyway, so it didn't really matter. And, and then and then Chris Pratt puts out that there's an M134 weapon that it was like a put that and go and fucking kill this thing. I was like, we're not going to turn this park into a war zone. And I'm like, what was the protocol if the Indominus wouldn't have happened for that weapon? That's the thing. There wasn't. There wasn't. <laughs> Otherwise, there would be no plot. Yes. And so, what did they do? Oh, yeah, the kids, by the way, they were just like, oh, the ride is closed. Because they're like, we're only going to close off the part of the section uh, the, the, the section of the park that has the Indominus loose. Mm-hmm. Try to keep it under the radar, everything. Mm-hmm. 20,000 people, maybe they're not going to notice. Uh-huh, yeah. And six children in another side of the island that that no one cares cares about. Who can override a ride of the giant gyrosphere hamster ball. Oh, yeah, the Gallimimus running with the Gallimimus has now been turned into a, like, you you can run with the Gallimimus on a Jeep or whatever. And I was like, okay, that's actually kind of smart. Good callback. Also, I love the Simons. I was like, "Well, brother, don't don't give a fuck." I was like, "We have VIP access. It's just let's go forward." My sister told me this in the theater. That's you. (laughs) It's true. Shut up. (laughs) It is. It is you. (laughs) So they decide to go at the park, and we see a bunch of dinosaurs, like a Pachycephalosaurus, the Ankylosaurus, Mm -hmm. the Stegosaurus, and of course my. My boys, the Triceratops, they're mm-hmm. all there. And uh, the Brachiosaurus. I think. And they're still playing football with the sphere. Yep. And uh, they're just, they're deviating from the course. There's like uh, kayakers as well, mm-hmm. which is where the Indominus goes. And what happens after this? Oh, oh well, yes. We got with Dr. Wu, 
not revealing, not even Thomas Ronnie what is in the formula of the Indominus Rex. There's supposedly there's kind of like part snake and maybe some cuttlefish, but he cannot tell him more. And then it was like, but yeah, why you cannot tell me? Well, you told me, says Dr. Wu, that you wanted bigger and meaner and more teeth. That's what I quote. And I'm like, if I was my Ronnie, I was like, you fucking asshole, you work for me. Tell oh, me the yeah. fucking and formula right now. He says he's like, you wanted it in your words cooler. Uh -huh. So we did that. I'm like, really, Dr. Wu? You really didn't learn your lesson from the mm -hmm. first time this happened? Like, oh, yeah, sure. We made them all female. Nothing bad's going to happen there. Uh -huh. Come on. And also, and Dr. Then we Wu. Get our nostalgia, uh, we get our nostalgia trip after the meeting with Dr. Wu. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so after this, this is when we, we're seeing like all of the fucking dinosaurs playing with the, with the children. And then the Indominus Rex comes and kills one of the. I don't even know the fucking. I don't An even. An Ankylosaurus. Thank you. Along with like the the hard tail on the end. Uh huh. It tries and to put up a fight, but it just like like a turtle just flips it over. Mm -hmm. And then it kills it. And then I love the Indominus Rex playing with the gyrosphere. That is. It tries to eat them, but it's since it's a hamster ball, it's mm -hmm. made out of glass and stuff. But how it pulls out the claw like boom, like try to break it because Jimmy Fallon said that it's bulletproof, but it's not fucking indominant Plotosaurus Rex proof. So immediately turns it around the gyrosphere and the children are looking at them, and I look at the fucking indominus Rex is like eating it little by little. I'm surprised that the children survive that. Well, they do have plot armor. Yeah, well, that's true. They are children. Well, one's a teenager. Oh, yeah, and there was a random, like, pointless scene of them like transferring to different sections of the park, much like the monorail system in Disney. Mm -hmm. um, in Disney World, anyway. Um, but it was like and poetry then, and rhymes with the gyrosphere. It, it's, it's established that Zach, the teenager, of course, all he's thinking about is girls, and he's looking at yeah, girls. Right. He has like a girlfriend back home or whatever. I'm like, uh huh, yeah, yeah, girls, yeah, sure, sure again, sure, again. <laughs> sure Simon, sure, yeah, sure Simon. <laughs> and the kid is just like he is much like Lex from the first movie, where he's just like, hey, did you know that? Or no, 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 he's like Tim. <laughs> he's like Tim. He's like because he's like, hey, did you know that all this blah 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 blah? Mom and Dad just sent us here because they're getting a divorce. <laughs> And I don't want to stop being a family and we're growing apart. And it's like, okay, you want to care. And I understand why uh -huh. but you just don't care. You don't care at all. You don't care. And these actors are trying, but it's literally, there's no reason for me to care mm -hmm. at all. This is a big problem I have with this movie is that, like you said, they have a lot of cool ideas. They don't flesh them out mm -hmm. at all. Maybe the biggest one is um, that they've tried to flesh out is the Indominus but it's done very poorly. It's because this movie feels, and I'm going to sound like a fucking stereotypical critic, this feels like a lot of studio notes. That's exactly what this is. because This is like a lot of fucking studio notes. That's what The Force Awakens felt like. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but at least that had like a plot. And we like, care about the characters. Yeah. We, especially, we don't... It had at least one character that you care about. Even if you don't care about like Kylo Ren, even though he's the most he's the character that most people care about mm -hmm. um, because of the Last Jedi, you at least care about like Ray, Finn, or Poe, mm -hmm. mostly Ray or Finn, or even like our older characters. That's yes. why you need the legacy characters because there's none in this movie. Yeah, this Except is the Doctor Wu. 
that's the Doctor Wu is like a minor character, but he's not that important, and that's one of the problems of the movie. If you wanted to establish Doctor Wu as the villain, couldn't you just give us a little backstory of why why Doctor Wu is so evil? Was it? It could be like Nedry, where it's just like he's got jaded or whatever. Or it's very simple to do these things. Just add a fucking one minute, one minute of exposition. Even though this movie has a lot of fucking exposition. This movie is exposition. The yes. movie. Because it's just studio notes. Because you just got to go one thing next. And yeah. no more is that prevalent <laughs> than in the scene that we are talking about now. Where they find the old Jurassic Park Visitor Center. And this is our uh, nostalgia bait. Super nostalgia bait. Because we see the goggles. The fucking banner. The banner. Everything is just covered in vines and everything like in Jurassic Park 3 everything is abandoned yet they find the jeeps not only do they find the jeeps they hotwire them and what's even more amazing a is 22 year old jeep is that they have gas in the car yes. that gas would have evaporated in uh-huh. like 5 years or hell not even a year so the fact that there's still functioning gas in that fucking thing and that it works is in and of itself the miracle. Not, not only that, these fucking children, I also love the Indominus Rex that they seen before, like when they jump. They're like, oh, I don't want to jump, I don't want to jump. And I'm like, you fucking assholes, you don't have a, a time to argue, just fucking jump to the fucking water. And oh yeah, they- yeah, because they do fall. They have to jump in the waterfall, Butch Cassidy in the Sundance Kid style. Yeah, but also I love the Indominus Rex like a I don't like my meat moist, though. Eh, bye. (laughs) And then I think this is when, because they hotwire the Jeep, and then I think we get our little chase scene. Yeah, they they run away, and then Bryce Dallas Howard and Owen get get back there, and they Oh, yeah, she starts taking off her suit, like, and then even Chris Pratt is just like, Owen is like, what are you doing? What is the point of that? I'm being brave. I can do this. Ah. No, you're not. I'm like, thank you, Chris Pratt. I actually really like Owen in this movie. He actually is like one of the few characters that knows what the fuck to do. He's not a dumbass like in the sequel? No, he is not a dumbass. (laughs) Or like in the sequel. And so (laughs) they're searching for the boys. And since Owen is a super badass, he can track them and everything. So they go to do that. And as well as Mizrani and goes down to hunt the Indominus. Don't forget the trailer line. I was like, Dude. are you sure? I was like, they see the assistant. Are you sure that no one else can fly that plane, that helicopter? We don't need anyone else. Oh my God. Even him for a minor character was like, I'm going to get a trailer line too. We don't need anyone else. Well, I love Ifrin Khan. And, but that was just like, he might as well just. I think he provides a line. I don't think that line was in the script. Uh, he was an incredible actor. Yes. Very big. In, like he was a huge Bollywood actor as mm-hmm. well. So he was, he was pretty big in India. And um, he, very underrated here because he was always like the, the executives because he was the executive asshole in The Amazing Spider-Man as well. Oh, my God. That's true. Yeah. You remember that he's the asshole that's like, no, we won't fund your lizard technology. Uh-huh. Which, funny enough, there is a Reese. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. That's Rafe. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I love, I love when you said that thing about Owen and Claire. They're like, a, oh, but. And then the, I love the Chris like a sick gray. I was like, no, that's a really bad idea. <laughs> I wish you had said that. No, that's uh, a really bad idea. Well, this movie already has enough 
nostalgia bait. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, they fly the helicopter into the aviary now mm-hmm. because this is going to set up the uh, domino effect. Oh, yeah. And uh, Hoskins, by the way, he wants to, he's really, really gunning on the Raptors mm-hmm. to take down the Indominus Rex because uh, even Barry, who's the black guy, he's like, uh, you just want a field test, man. They mm-hmm. don't like this. And like they, we'll get to later in the movie during the obvious, the biggest trailer moment, but they corner the Indominus Rex in the aviary. Yes. And then like an idiot, they decide they try to get too close to it. And so the Indominus Rex, I think, takes them down. No, the pterodactyls. Oh yeah, that's right. The pterodactyls and the tyrannosaurs. They take them down and get caught up in the wings and all that shit. And then Masrani dies. Yeah, they all blow up. And then the shot of the Indominus running across the aviary mm. conveniently opens a hole in the, yeah. in the, in the ceiling. And the, like a bunch of bats, they uh, all the flying dinosaurs just they shoot yeah. out there like a bunch of Dracula's bats. And then they're just like, oh, we got to go to the tree line. For, oh my uh, god, it's like the scene from Van Helsing! It is exactly like the scene from Hand. <laughs> Colin Trevorrow stole this from Stephen Summers Van Helsing! <laughs> because what happens is all the flying animals, they yes. go in and all hell breaks loose. They my start favorite fucking everyone. movie! My favorite fucking scene of the whole fucking movie that we redeemed it all. This is the best scene in the movie because of how chaotic yes. it is. And everybody, like, they're crashing into the Margaritaville. The and Starbucks. Small, and people are getting, like, really injured and probably dying. And uh, uh, don't forget the guy, the guy, I don't know his name from Margaritaville, with the fucking drinks, Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of great, like, people that you can look in the background just yes. to see what they're doing. But it would happen in real life as well. Yes. And the boys are there because they managed to hotwire the Wrangler back to the the resort. Or they're trying to get past, uh, try to get into the gate. And then mm-hmm. the guards are distracted, so they just go in. And they're trying to find their aunt. Uh, they're trying to find Claire. And uh, the assistant comes back and is just like, oh, gosh, I stop getting away from me. And then... Uh, everything just goes to shit and you see a lot of like looking around it feels very real mm-hmm. the best way i can describe it and then the assistant's just like what are you doing we gotta stop but then whoop gets taken up in the most brutal death i probably the most brutal death in this franchise i fucking love it sue me i fucking love it i love it i love it i love it i love it so she gets dropped into the lagoon mm-hmm area but then one of another the pterodactyl, pterodactyl tries to grab her oh no grabs her and then tries drowning her yes as she's screaming her head off mm-hmm. and then the mosasaurus huge trailer moment comes up whoosh eats both her and the, the pterodactyl. pterodactyl and they're just the kids are just watching they're like oh crap oh yeah and all, all the park people are just like nope Lethal weapons. Uh-huh. I'm like, just no gonna recreate Raul after this scene. Yes, 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 yes. And then I got a cigarette. You couldn't have done that for when Harry met Sally. No, I had to reserve this for this. 
I know a lot of people don't like this scene. A lot of people think that this is too violent. I'm like, this movie said we need to do a scene for Raul, and this is the scene for Raul. This is all me. You know that if I would have made this movie, I would have made that scene. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then we get, oh yeah, and Claire and Owen have been bickering like an old married couple throughout the entire movie, and you're like, you know, where even this though they don't have any chemistry at all, not in this movie anyway. Uh-huh. Um, and then. Uh, Owen comes in, is like total badass and everything, and the kids are like, "Oh, that's cool," and uh, oh yeah, there's Aunt Claire, and of course she's less like, "Oh man, Chris Pratt is so cool. I'm just gonna randomly kiss him," and so she does that, and then they're just like, "Huh?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> much like the audience, we're just like, "Huh?" Mm-hmm. So they reunite, and then they're they're just like, uh, "We're not gonna leave," and then she's like, "I will never leave you again." They're like, "No, no, 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 him." Yeah, well, it's like, we like him. And I was like, you just fucking saw your aunt killing a fucking dinosaur also too with a gun. I'm pretty sure your aunt can also protect you guys. Well, she did abandon them, so jaded. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Now, now it's me as a Mexican, and now me as a Mexican, I'm just going to say this. Those fucking children are assholes. Yeah, they, they just are. got the fucking a free trip, free VIP passes, and fucking free hotel that maybe they enjoy for 20 minutes, and free food and everything. You're fucking and give you all of that for free. You fucking assholes. Yeah, they're very ungrateful. They're fucking ungrateful bastards. Go on. They are. But yeah, <laughs> they're just like, oh, we gotta, we gotta get out of here because then the crowds come in, mm-hmm. and it's still chaos. But everybody's going on a boat, and uh, the only one that's left in the uh, in the control room is Jake Johnson. Mm-hmm. Like a weird scene where he tries to get hook up with the other person that's there like the girl and she's like no, no i got a boyfriend he's like all right whatever you get it because you know we don't know if we're gonna make it and then they're just like no dude there's like a boat it's gonna take us out we're mm-hmm. fine it's gonna evacuate everybody else and he's like nah i'm gonna stay because you need somebody to stay for one for one reason only <sighs> only one <laughs> the biggest wow moment of the whole fucking movie the big moment Mm-hmm. But they do that, and then they're just like, "Oh, um, so everything is gone to shit." So Vincent D'Onofrio takes command. Of course, mm-hmm. we have the "You wanted this to happen, you bastard!" Yes. And Chris Pratt punches him in the face, and everything. And then they're just like, "No, we got to use the Raptors because he he put like GoPros on their head. Yes, night vision GoPros." And uh, I love that the black guy is just like. Yeah, if they're looking at something, that usually means it's what they want to eat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good luck with that, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so Vincent D'Onofrio is like, uh, the reverse was like, ooh, good soup. <laughs> <After they leave. laughs> but yeah, he wants to use the raptors to track the Indominus. Mm-hmm. And then Owen is just like, all right. And then he's, trying, he's gaslighting him so bad. He's just like, these are people's lives at stake. You think that they're both... That's going to come tomorrow. You're going to save all those people. And hell, even save the animals. I'm like, uh, no. We, we, he knows his real reason. He knows he's bullshitting him. But he's like, mm-hmm. we don't really have any other plans. So we might as well. And so Owen, on his motorcycle, rides. Another good with, shot of the movie. Which is the uh, cover of the movie. Mm-hmm. As well as the trailer. Big trailer moment with Chris Pratt on a motorcycle. Riding with a bunch of velociraptors. Mm-hmm. It is pretty cool. 
I gotta do And also visit the Nafrio next to Nick from New Girl. Imagine those uh, those puppies in Tora Bora. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And also military. getting to the M.I. Shyamalan twist of this movie. Oh, God. The worst part. Yes. Where they find the Indominus, mm. but then the Indominus starts talking to them <sighs> because... Oh, yeah. Owen's gun, by mm-hmm. the way. I forget what kind of gun. It's like a... I think it is a Winchester gun. Ooh. Not, not, a, not supernatural. There's a there's a gun company called Winchester. I know. I was making But uh, I think that it's the certain round. It's the only thing that can pierce a dinosaur's skin. It's a very powerful round because it it actually does pierce the Indominus's flesh later on. So you could kill Satan like in the supernatural. <laughs> if you no, only the cult can do. I that. know only the cult, but. Well, that's a spoiler for season five. You guys go and watch Supernatural. Okay, go go on. Well, there are only five things the cult can't kill. Mm-hmm. There is, there. That's by, beside the point. Anyway, they're all looking their guns out, and then Owen, of course, rap, uh, he's just like, "Wait a minute, it's assuming control. It's becoming the alpha because he was the alpha." And he's like, <laughs> "That thing's part raptor." What? I mean, the thing that kind of. <laughs> You mean the thing that looks and kind of runs and acts like a raptor is part raptor? <laughs> Who would have thought? What a twist. Honestly, I saw what? this in my whole Yeah, of course they have the white dinosaur take command. Mm-hmm. Not subtle at all. Racist. And uh, then we get a pretty cool scene of... It's much better than the one in The Lost World where it was just... Although the Lost World, it had some funny ass reactions. Yes. This one, and it had a car thrown cartoonishly up a tree. Mm-hmm. This one, it's kind of like found footage style. Yes. It feels pretty like Blair Witch kind of like style. Very Cloverfield. It's way better. It sounds pretty, it looks pretty Cloverfield. But also, this is the thing who the fuck shot that random raptor with a missile? <laughs> oh, you mean because uh, Owen ends up seeing. That raptor is Charlie, uh-huh. and it like looks at him like, "Huh, I know you and stuff," because he has he imprinted them on birth. He's known them all their life. Imprint them? No, stop it! I know where you're going with this. Just it's sexual. That's the reveal for the third one. <laughs> I will go. I will go like our friend Morgan on your ass. <laughs> Don't be silly. Anyway, um, yeah, he gets taken out with a fucking missile. <laughs> Who shot like, the missile? Like an RPG. It doesn't yeah, matter because it gets blown up. Literally, mm. there's nothing left of it. Uh-huh. And uh, once that's done, uh, Owen leaves along with uh, a guy's name is Barry. And mm-hmm. yeah, we get various shots of like, ah, and stuff on the screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hoskins, who's uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. I think this is when he takes Dr. Wu out in the helicopter. Yes. And Dr. Wu's like, I'll be back many, many more times in the sequel. <laughs> we're, we're fast approaching that episode. <laughs> yes, we're approaching that. And yeah, it always confused me. I was like, okay, so did Dr. Wu, is he like a bad guy now? I guess. Whatever. Fuck it. He's going to be, he got taken by Injun. Mm-hmm. He's fine. He's just like, we'll get your research. And there's actually one sequel setup moment. Yes. Only one. It's very subtle, but they actually do follow through with it. Yep. So it's barely connected. 
because Jurassic uh, World Fallen Kingdom is completely different. It doesn't really carry much of the plot over from like, like it carries some plots threads over, but not much in terms of like character. But there's like a little thing though, because then we see this in the Africa having an evil monologuing with Chris Pratt and the children. He's like, a, but now we learn after what happened, we can make a smaller version of that in the Indominus Rex, a smaller version. That's the simple yes, setup right like, there. Oh yeah, because he's, he's getting all the research, Dr. Wu's research and everything out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just like, imagine what we could do if we can weaponize this. But then the other, uh, another one I learned that is Delta oh. comes in. It's not blue. We know what blue looks like because of the blue stripes. Uh-huh. It was kind of as racist as it sounds for me. I couldn't tell the other raptors apart. A sign for blue. That's why I told you. I was like, we only we know because blue has the fucking blue mark. Charlie's a lot greener than mm-hmm. the rest as well. And there was a chase scene in a uh, in a medivac mm-hmm. or an ambulance, and uh, it kills one guy. It was a really ju- yeah. nice jump scare, though. It was a good. It was a good fun chase scene. Because, of course, Jurassic Park franchise, you need a chase scene yes. in a car. Yes. Or just a chase scene in general, because I don't think there was one in uh, Lost World. Oh, actually, yeah, there was. There was. There was. There's always a car sh- sh- scene running away from dinosaurs. Well, there was not in Jurassic Park 3. That was a boat. It was not a car. Still in a vehicle. Well, that's... <laughs> Well, Jurassic Park 3 is the black sheep of the entire... Uh, it's the red-headed stepchild of the franchise. We just don't... We don't talk about Jurassic that. Jurassic Park 3 <laughs> is better than this movie. It, I would agree. <laughs> okay, and then we see that Vincent D'Onofrio tries to do the hand thing with the, 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 the Velociraptor, but I was like, fuck you. And then Oh, he's like, we're on the same side. You know what? This very same year... Vincent D'Onofrio made his debut in Daredevil. Ah, I didn't 2015 know. was a huge year for pop culture. Now that I think about it, because yeah, the, uh, he's the kingpin, mm-hmm. and he crushed it. That first season of Daredevil, some of the best television I have ever seen, ever. I'm so happy it's coming back. Yeah, and then the the Owen Grady, Owen and Claire and the children get away, and then they get cornered by the other raptors, like in the end of the first movie. Ah, but that was the false ending because then the Indominus Rex shows up, <laughs> like in Scream Four. No, that was the, that's the false ending. When you do a yeah. remake, you do another new ending. It's subverting expectations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, by this point. Uh, Claire is just in a tank top and mm-hmm. like all her white clothes are like messed up. Her heels high seem heels. fine. The high heels seem fine though. The fact that she's been able to do this the entire time in fucking high heels and she hasn't taken them off, that's not that's the most unrealistic thing in this movie. Are you kidding me? Be so she would have taken those shoes off like three hours ago. Yes. In this movie's timeline because now it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. Because they like to think that since it's nighttime, that's the scariest. Which, that's not true. It can be any time. Like, for example, Predator, the first Predator. Mo- it's, well, okay. it's mostly in the day, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is mostly in the day. And, uh, I mean, yeah, granted, the finale is at night. But mm-hmm. I get it. It's just scarier at night. 
and this is when she's just like Lowry, Jake Johnson, uh, because oh no no no, Owen takes control as the alpha again, mm-hmm. shows he really does have a bond with these. He really does care about these mm-hmm. creatures. You get that sense, and uh, then they turn on the Indominus. So it's three Raptors versus the Indominus. And it doesn't go well because they're obviously outmatched. One other raptor kiss. Well done, the Benihana. I think that was, uh, I think that was uh, Echo. Mm-hmm. Not too sure. And then another, and then, but yeah, Delta and Echo get killed. Yeah, and so then the kid from Iron Man is like, a, ah, we need more teeth. And then we, you see Claire running. Ah, Nick Robin, Nick, I want you to open Patrick 9. Are you insane? It was like a, be a man, what's in your life, and open about it. Why you make it personal? He has the funniest lines in the movie, too. I'm just like, why is this guy, like, he speaks for everybody. And <laughs> he's then, like, he's and so then over it. Nick opens up, uh, clicks a button, and then you hear, dun, 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 dun. And then you hear, I'm the motherfucking T-Rex, T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Not only is it a T-Rex, it is the T-Rex. The OG bitch. <laughs> the T-Rex. We know this because they confirmed it. Mm-hmm. And then the most unrealistic, dumbest moment ever, where she's running in heels. She has the flare. The camera is on the fucking heels for three seconds. It is. It is. A Claire with a flare. Ha <laughs> And uh, she is running towards the Indominus and stuff and then throws the flare on. Basically, now it's T Rex versus Dominus Rex. Dun dun. I hate to say it, but it's it's not really good. It's really and this good. is where we get a lot of trailer moments too, with like the shadows. He, the kid has the fucking fanny pack. He would have he would have been dragged. Also, yeah. what fanny pack is that strong? That's my mm-hmm. question. And uh, it doesn't matter because we get the run moment from Claire. And then because and the Indo, the, the Indominus Rex is fucking mopping the floor with the T-Rex. And the Indominus Rex was like, a, let the past die. Kill it or you have to. It's about to kill it the about T-Rex. To. The and T-Rex then, was just laid there, too, because it was just beat. It gets pretty scarred, too. Mm-hmm. And then Blue comes from <gasps> the safe. Blue is like, a, no one's going to kill my man. Because, yes, Blue has a thing for Chris Pratt. I should. Well, Blue is also a girl. So, yes. yeah, because they're all female, remember? Mm-hmm. No, but I, I think I, that Blue and Chris Pratt is a ship. Probably, probably. <laughs> it, in a weird furry community or whatever. <laughs> they're going to kiss like but, Raylo at the end you know, of Dominion. I hate to admit this. This is the dumbest. Like, this whole setup is dumb. Yes. I can't help but love but it's a the lot T-Rex. Of fun. It's so much fun. The T-Rex and Velociraptor versus the Indominus Rex. And they double team and Blue hops on the T-Rex's back and everything. I was just like, okay, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's two of the best dinosaurs ever. I mean, it's dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And then they corner it to the lagoon. They opened up the lagoon thing. And the Indominus is like, Rawr! but then, boom. Mosasaurus comes in, drags it down. Third round twist. Another player came come, come into the chat, and then Mosasaurus rawr. It's pretty cool. <laughs> then the T Rex leaves after giving a nod to the Velociraptor. Uh, yeah. Like a knowing nod, like, well played. Well mm-hmm. played. Anyway, I'm going to roam this island because we're free, mm-hmm. bitch. And then <laughs> uh, we see Blue. 
go off in the background, but before she goes, she gives the longing rom-com look to, to Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt and everybody. Is this and the before then... the before trilogy? Because they meet each other every amount of years. <laughs> and then after that, Blue leaves to uh, go in the wild. And then they make it back. And there's a whole like refugee center set up. It's kind of mm-hmm. like a hurricane. Mm-hmm. It's very like Katrina-esque and it made me uncomfortable. It's like a ton of people getting taken care of. But then the kids reunite with the parents. Give credit to the actors. Yeah, you would act like that too. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> what's funny to me though is Judy Greer and Bryce Dallas Howard. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. Anyway... And then she just leaves with Chris Pratt. And yeah, just do you like, agree? If I was your girl, you're not going to see my children ever again, bitch. Nope. You're never going <laughs> to see me ever again. Yeah. And not only that, it's just like Claire and Owen are walking down the middle, of course. And then it's just like, what do we do? I think we should stick together for survival, of course. Okay, I guess they're back together or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the movie ends. Oh, wait. Don't, you're, don't forget that T-Rex has his oh, yeah, number yeah. five. Right. Remember, they're all female. I know. I and forget. then, yes. Okay, that is a pretty cool moment. On the hill when the T-Rex is like, Rawr! over the destroyed Jurassic World. And that's the movie. Remember the title that I sent you? That got the gay dinosaurs like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. We'll give our thoughts later. But let's just jump into... Fallen Kingdom, baby. Fallen Kingdom. I remember... I was like, okay, it's a new director. The concept seems great because now they were promoting that Isla Nublar was going to be destroyed by a fucking volcano. I was like, okay, so it's we're not on an island. This is good. Everything I was seeing, I was like, all right, this is great. Until later on in the promo. thinking about it. Oh, yeah. No, no. With uh, the other hybrid dinosaur. Yes. I was like... No, this is just for toys. Literally, this is these are all. So this, is, so you're saying that this is the Batman and Robin of the Jurassic Park franchise? Jurassic World was the Batman and Robin. All of them were. <laughs> no, Jurassic Park three was the Batman and Robin. Oh, did you fucking there? Are you kidding me? The Spinosaurus. You know how many toys they sold of that thing? Uh, that's true, though. And uh, those re- uh, terrible t- uh, Raptor redesigns. I uh, know that's true. <laughs> but yeah. Um. I love the start of this movie, though. The opening of this movie is incredible. It's yes. so good. Raul, you take it away. Since, I mean, this movie was directed by amazing director J.A. Bayona, who, mm-hmm. his work, he makes some very powerful movies. When a monster calls, is really good. When a monster calls, destroyed me emotionally. And The Orphanage, which is his horror movie, mm-hmm. really good really good he's made some very good movies he's a very very competent director mm-hmm. yeah so love the, his work the movie stars we see uh kind of like a not kind of like a gyrosphere but it looks like a gyrosphere that goes underneath by the mosasaurus pit and he finds the skeleton of the indominus rex and the guy's like uh mm, don't you think that we're gonna get captured by something i was like nah everything is already dead now so they get one of the bones of the indominus rex they put in kind of like a balloon that goes up. And then we just see that they're just waiting for an answer. And we just, from the distance in the water, we see there's like, boom, that the fucking, the, the, the gyrosphere uh, ship disappeared because, yes, the Mosasaurus ate it. And I love the way that it's 
shot almost like a horror movie at the start of this movie. Well, yeah, because horror was his uh, trademark and uh, or Bayona's trademark. And I love that it's just it's raining. And the in the timeline of the movies, this is immediately after the park was closed because they needed a sample of the Indominus. I was going to say this, too, because according to I'm going to bring it up because I watched the show, according to Concretaceous, when that moment happens in Jurassic World, the children saw from afar what happened. So they had they have been surviving for six months. So I, I don't know if it's exactly like in the movie timeline. So it could be six months, too. That would make sense. Also, the movies are consistent with the time of release. Mm -hmm. I think that's intentional now. Yeah, because um, I also was going to bring up that, that question, too. I thought, it was gonna, I thought it was three years after Jurassic World. And yeah, and they said that Jurassic World took place 22 years after the first movie. The first movie came out in 1993 and then the news exposition it says what happened in 2015 in 2015 so it does take place in the year it's released i gotta give him credit for that mm -hmm. yeah and so then we see that the people in a helicopter grab that weird balloon with the with the with the bone and they're trying to yell to this guy and was like oh, come on come on get over here you know i cannot hear anything and then we see the t-rex the way that the t-rex is shot between the black and the white and the moon, it reminded me of that of, of a scene from the Norman though. Remember, like it looks so beautiful, like in black and white, but also looking color. It looks so I pretty. think it was intentional. I think it was intentional. Yeah. And it was like oh, a... oh yeah. The other thing, there was a side note from Jurassic World. There was only one use of animatronics. Ah, uh, yeah. we skipped and that. And it was and it was terrible. Yes. Here, there's a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And apparently in the third one, they do even more because almost all the dinosaurs were CG. Mm -hmm. For the most part, you don't really care. And it's pretty good. But sometimes it's like, especially with the flying dinosaurs, it's like, ooh, boy. But it also brings up the, a lot of complaints about the people that said that you, how can you compare to a movie from 1993 that the CGI still holds up and the practical effect looks amazing compared to the new ones? You can notice the big difference. That they mixed them. Mm -hmm. That was the difference. They didn't just rely on one thing. Yeah. And so we see that this guy is running from the from the T-Rex. And he gets to the fucking, uh, like, uh, the stairs from the helicopter. He's like, hey, yeah, I made it. <laughs> because the T-Rex tried to grab the stairs, too. And I was like, I made it. Woohoo. And then the fucking Mosasaurus jumps. in. was like, Row! and he said, I laughed so hard at the movie theater. I was like, this is fucking amazing. Yes, please. It's not even the most cartoonish moment in this movie. Uh-huh. And then we see the biggest logo with the lava. Wah! Fucking dramatic opera music. It was really cool, mm -hmm. too. I was like, that's how you do an opening. Because, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, now the Mosasaurus cage is out, and the Mosasaurus is now part of the real world. Yes. Which begs the question, what the fuck did he eat for half a year? It was just stuck there. It wasn't being fed or anything. Uh, well, no, 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 wait, that's the best question, though. Because this happened in Concretaceous. <sighs> ancillary oh. material. I know it's ancillary. I, fuck, I hate myself that I know ancillary material. Uh, well, now I know I'm on the receiving end. I gotta, I gotta watch this shit. Yeah, so I have a theory. This didn't happen in the show, though. But I think some dinosaurs are like, a, 
let's just feed the mosasaurus just not to kill us. Maybe like they're throwing like cadavers of other dinosaurs to feed it. Because the mosasaurus tried to kill the children in two different episodes. Of course it did. And so I don't think it's far fetched that the dinosaurs will try to become the biggest beast in the fucking island. Yeah, I mean, it could live off the Indominus for a while, but... That was a big-ass dinosaur. I'm pretty sure it would last him, like, maybe six, seven months or something. I don't know about that. Maybe he ate some pterodactyls, because this Mosasaurus bitch likes to jump a lot. Yeah, it's true. And it continues jumping. And then we go into exposition news, that we know that the volcano is going to destroy Isla, Isla Nublar, and this begs the question about Jurassic World 1. They constructed the park knowing that there was a fucking volcano. And, no, could, no, no. An active volcano. An active volcano that can anymore can erupt. So I'm pitching the sequel that it should have happened in Jurassic World 1. Dinosaurs and tourists running from a volcano. That should have been Jurassic World 1. Well, I'm glad that it wasn't. Because that it was been just, so much fun, though. It w- Yeah, but it wouldn't have made the movie as good. If they had done this... Um, now, since, yeah, there is a volcano. Mm. Where was it before? I don't fucking know. How, why didn't Hammond didn't notice it in the 90s? Who cares? <sharp inhale> that's my that's what I thing. Oh, yeah, and they're just like three years since the accident in 2015. And the Masrani Corporation paid $800 million. In terms of, like, uh, class action lawsuits and, and damages. I was just like, see? See? They had enough money for $26 million. That was, like, nothing. Yes. Like 20 20 dollars for Masrani uh-huh. or whatever. Fucking cheap ass. Anyway, um Claire is now a Oh yeah, there's activists now. Oh yeah, and she's not a hipster activist. Yeah, she now grew her hair out to an appropriate ponytail uh-huh. and we get our insufferable characters. Oh boy, I hate these two. Ah, uh, uh, the hipster guy that he's afraid of everything and the hipster girl that she's only gay for the American audiences, but not for everyone else. She wasn't even gay in the American audience. I know, but also if she was gay only on interviews. You mean the sassy... Uh, was she social... Latina? Yeah, she is. Uh-huh. Um, she ended up being in the Cowboy Bebop Netflix show, which mm. got canceled. Um, uh-huh. And uh, we got Justice Smith, who I know from uh, Detective Pikachu, and now he is like the gayest person in the world. Good for him. Good for him. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, we got the sassy paleo veterinarian, and we know that she is one because she says it angrily. She's uh-huh. she's they're they're millennials. Yes. But, also, but they're people of color, and they're cool, too. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, they're just annoying. Yes, because this is the thing. It feels like a studio note. Yeah, it's a big studio note. They're like, we need a, we need a young people of color and stuff, uh-huh. which, I mean, fine. It feels like they're more on a check. They're on a checklist uh-huh. than actual characters. I don't mind people of color being main characters. I am actually glad that the progress that's being made. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of progress, but it's slowly becoming the norm. And I am more than okay with that. I'm happy. Yes. The problem is sometimes, like in this movie, they, feel they decide, yeah, they actually do feel forced in this sense. Mm-hmm. I know I'm like the one that's like, 
I shouldn't say anything. I shouldn't. But mm-hmm. these are not character. These don't feel like characters. They feel like check marks. Yes. And that's what I think. That's what makes it worse. Is that you didn't even attempt, mm-hmm. or there's like barely any attempt. And not even just for them. It's just for anybody except for Lockwood and his f- faction, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. And then we get into the news. They're watching Ian Malcolm talking to a jury, trying to decide what they, if they're going to protect the dinosaurs from the island because the volcano is going to erupt in any moment to kill them. Yeah, and dinosaurs then, were just left. And I love what Malcolm prepare, proposes. He's like, a, we, I think we should let them die. I think it's nature telling us that we did wrong. That it's also technically the thing of Jurassic Part 3 and the thing that he said in the first one too we shouldn't have played God and so that's why I think it's nature correcting our mistake and Malcolm Sugar said let the island die kill it if you have to I'm gonna kill you <laughs> anyway um, yeah almost like he comes in for a cameo mm-hmm. he's just there because it's like oh we got a legacy character he has a sweet beard now and they just get Jake Goblin for four hours that's it. Basically, <laughs> he's literally in the movie for five minutes, mm-hmm. maybe. And all I remember, all his scenes, they were milking him in the promo, where it's just like, mm-hmm. of course they would make Jeff Goldblum the one in the promo. And uh, yeah, he's, these creatures were here before us, and if we're not careful, th- they'll be here after us. Mm-hmm. Don't say the blah, last line. Blah, though. Blah. Don't say. No, I'm not going to say. Nope. And. Uh, I remember just, it's like the broken logo and Fallen Kingdom. That's a great title, too. Mm-hmm. Fallen Kingdom, like Animal Kingdom. But which kingdom? Is it the dinosaurs or is it us? Mm-hmm. See, it means a lot of different things. And I was like, okay, I was actually really excited for the sequel mm-hmm. and the trailer because the trailer also showed all the dinosaurs, well, running away from a volcano of being mm-hmm. erupted. Especially that shot with the T-Rex, which that's used on all the covers now mm-hmm. as well. And uh, yeah, what happens is they the can't... Of Lockwood too. Well, yeah, but first Claire and her uh, group, they're trying to get government assistance to get the dinosaurs off. Because hmm. they want to preserve them. Obviously, being activists now. Because Claire's com- done a complete 180 now. She's yes. nice, gives everybody coffee, and it's like, okay, sure. In three years, you would do this. I wonder, though, is she funding this thing, or they got money from someone else? Because she's, she's technically a piranha. She's a social... Because everybody wants to destroy her because of what she did. Oh, yeah, no. She takes the bl- brunt of the f- uh, blame, because she's the only one that's left alive. Too. Uh-huh. So, yeah, she's paying for it. And uh, speaking of paying for stuff. Maybe she um, was in the activist group because he was court martial. Maybe she was like her, like a. (laughs) Maybe. But they can't get government funding. The government decides, yeah, we're just going to let him die. Hmm. And so she's like, I know somebody that could help. Random uh, Hammond's partner that we've never known about. Benjamin, Sir Benjamin Lockwood. Yeah, that he never mentioned that they were partners, they were best friends, and they were developed a fucking island. Not only that, they do the stupid thing when they enter the Lockwood Mansion, where on the left side no, we see the oil painting of John Hammond. Next to the Wolfman one from Independence Day. 
Also, the bust from the 2016 Ghostbusters of Egon. And Men in Black 2. And men, no, and Men in Black uh, International. International. And Independence Day Resurgence. And yeah, the the oil paintings of characters that were not going to be there. Uh-huh. And, well, I mean, they couldn't because Richard Attenborough passed away by that point. He was supposed to come back for Jurassic World, but he had a bad fall, so he had to retire from acting in uh-huh. general. Rest in peace. He lived a good long life, though. And then that's where we meet Eli Mills, played by Rafe Spalls, the son of Peter Pettigrew of Wormtail, uh, Timothy Spall. Oh, I didn't know this. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's his son. He's got that acting bug. That's nice. very typical. And also Claire gets, oh, gets attended by the maid, not Angela Petrelli. <laughs> She looks a little like Angela Petrelli, though. Yeah, I was about to say, is that actually Angela Petrelli? No, she's from, not. Uh, That's Heroes? not the same actress. It's not. Okay, I was like, when you mentioned that to me, you texted me that. I was like, is that Angela Petrelli? I had to look it up, but you're right. It's not. That's why I said it's not Angela Petrelli. Oh. <laughs> she does look like her, though. And uh, we also get Lockwood's granddaughter, Maisie, who is played by this little British girl. And yes. Maisie from um, nowhere. <sighs> <laughs> that. And uh, Lockwood is played by James Cromwell. Macy Palpatine. Great, mm-hmm. great actor, um, most notable as uh, the farmer from Babe that goes, that'll do, pig. Hey, that'll, that'll do. do. <laughs> that's, what, uh, that's what I said to James Cromwell. Or that's, I didn't say that James Cromwell. I, I said that in my head to James Cromwell's character in this movie. That'll do, James. That'll do. That'll do. He's just old and, dec- and just like, I mean, he's like, He's knocking on death's door at this point. That'll do that pillow. That'll do. <laughs> yeah, they come in and it's just like, sure, I'll help with the animals. Oh, where's my granddaughter? Oh, she's here. And then she's just like, tell me, am I like my mother? The spitting image of her. You're not covering coffee over her, darling. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, but the they exchange a look like, oh. There's more to this than you know. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> wink. I was like, oh boy. On a rewatch, <laughs> I was like, oh boy. What happens after this? Because I think this is when we get... This is uh, when Mills proposes that rescue of the 11 species, but they need specifically blue for plot reasons. Because also apparently blue is like the only raptor left. Whatever. Yes. Um, and they're just like, oh... We can't do it alone, but we know somebody that can find Blue. Cut to Owen Grady building a house by himself. He's going and, full President Jimmy Carter. And the first line he says, "Oh, back for more." Mm. Oh, you you know those you know those two fucked. Oh yes, they did. Probably after the island, it was like. But of course, they broke up again because Claire became an activist and whatnot. He's just like. I just want to fucking settle down somewhere. He, to be fair, he picks a pretty sweet spot mm-hmm. to settle down too. I was like, yeah, I would totally build a also, I'm gonna like log cabin house. One of my favorite lines from one of my favorite podcasts called Head Cannon. They hated watching the Jurassic World trailer every time they went to see the Last Jedi, and I was like, oh my god, if I see that stupid trailer again, when it says, "So what are you dating now? An accountant? Oh, uh, you maybe you're dating a ventriloquist." Bel- Ventriloquist. You, thank you. You always like a dummy. <laughs> oh, but yeah, Claire comes back to, to convince Owen. Oh yeah, uh, Mills. Oh, and they split up. 
So during these yeah, they, three they years, they fuck and then they split up. Of course. The Ghostbusters 2 thing. The Ghostbusters oh, of uh, Venkman and <laughs> Dana <laughs> yes, Barrett. I got it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's very. It's like we gotta get the gang back together. What uh-huh. gang? Because we never see the kids again. Yes. Ever. Ever. We'll just assume that they died. Whatever. They're not important to the plot. Nobody really cared um, about them anyway, so it didn't. He matter. changed his identity. He went to another town. He made a really cute guy from the Flash. We. He move on. But he Simon. can't escape the blue. He can't escape he the blue. He can't escape the blue. He likes the blue, though. Love, Simon. And mm. it's ancillary material sequel show. Love, Victor. You asshole. You always the ancillary thing against me. Good one. It is, because you gotta <laughs> you listen. You gotta watch it. Ha-ha. Because you gotta watch Love, Simon to understand Love, Victor. A little bit. Mm. A little bit. But it, it does help. Yeah. Because Simon does make a cameo. This isn't mm. Love, Victor. Although it is a great show. Yes, a good show. Highly recommend it, especially for this month, because it is Pride Month. Mm-hmm. Once again, uh, happy Pride. Yes. And then, of course, she's just like, I'll buy you a beer. And then, of course, the uh, she has a really obnoxious laugh. <laughs> I didn't fucking dump you. It was like, uh, yeah, you didn't dump me. I dump you, you asshole. <laughs> and he's just sitting there just like, Okay, what do you want? I I know you didn't come to just chit chat. You want something from me? And Bryce asked how much she needed to say. I have first class tickets with Oprah to go to the moon, like Tia Leone, because the fucking bar looked exactly like the bar from Jurassic Part Three. <laughs> Maybe it was intentional. Yeah, but yeah. They're just like, we need you to find Blue. She's out there, and you're the only person that can. You don't find care her. about her. She she's gonna die there in that volcano. And Owen was like, no, I don't care. But then he sees a video of how he raised them. Maybe raptors look cool, though. The, way yeah. that the first time that they listened to him, he's like, okay, I'm going to go and see my baby girl. My Fine. Blue. It's the last Jedi moment of like, oh, okay, we're going to use some nostalgia bait, even though it was yes. nostalgia. We didn't that even know. That was a cheap move. It was a cheap move. And they go off with, uh, her name is Zia Rodriguez, a paleo veterinarian and Franklin Webb. He's the IT expert. They're both from the Dinosaur Protection Group, the DPG. <laughs> that was As, the name I didn't know that. Yeah, the Dinosaur Protection Group. I Jesus. swear to God. And then uh, he's just like, uh, Webb is very nervous. Justice Smith is very nervous. He's just like, boy, you never been on a plane before? I once rode a motorcycle with a bunch of raptors. We're not going to get along. <laughs> whatever oh yeah they also have a mercenary with them ah his Apollo name Bill? <laughs> yes it is what is the character's name ken wheatley he's the mercenary like the pete postlethwaite character in uh lost world not but, only uh, that he's... he looks like Elmer fudd from looney tunes he does look like elmer fudd and not only that he's played by ted levine most famously known as Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. I didn't know it was him till later, but mm-hmm. also he's uh he's the cop from Monk. Isn't that mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he's, he's from the, Monk, yeah. The mustache, but once he starts talking, I was like, Oh yeah, fuck, that is Buffalo Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he talks like this and he's like, you know, uh we're gonna wear the dinosaurs for skin. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sew a dinosaur, uh, skin suit 
It's going to be great. But no, his big thing is collecting teeth. It's a weird, like, tooth fairy. I just fairy. imagine before the bill, but with a biggest necklace of tooth, it was like, I want to fuck me so hard. Ding, ding. Oh, ding, ding. Did you fuck me? That was so cool. You're so good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Doing the Buffalo Bill voice is just so great. But no, Ted Levine, he's great. And of course, he is the big game trophy hunter asshole hunter. Mm-hmm. But he's not like Pete Postlethwaite, though. No, this dude is just like a... He's Elmer fucking Fudd. Yes. And uh, they set off with a bunch of mercenaries and they go to the island. And this is the last world part of the fucking plot. And they track him with the chip implants that they have mm-hmm. still in them. And they pass the main abandoned street and a brachiosaurus in the dumbest fucking line in this movie. Or one of the dumbest. I, I, I never thought I saw was going to see one alive. I'm like, yeah, it turns out the paleo veterinarian has never seen a dinosaur. Uh, the, can I bitch about this, please? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Number one, if she's a fucking paleo veterinarian, how did she study? Did she study through books or did she practice with with fucking bodies of, of dinosaurs of Isla Sorna? Because this is a fucking nitpick that I have from these two movies. Isla Sorna is not mentioned at all. They totally forget about Isla Sorna. So, number one, did she study with bodies of dead dinosaurs? Number two, is she study recently because maybe she's like 25, 27, 28? How the hell never in her life in her in her school life for maybe like seven years being a veterinarian never got a chance to go to Jurassic World? Bring I'm bringing up Darius from Camp Cretaceous. He fucking finished a video game before anyone else. He was dirt as poor, the character. And he won a video game. That's why he got selected to go to Cretaceous. And he did it for free. You fucking bitch couldn't find some really good ass coupons to go for free if you're, that was your degree? Or maybe she's a liar. Uh-huh. Or she was an intern, unpaid intern one day or something. Whatever. Maybe she lied about it just to get... Oh, got it. You know that those people have to join those groups to get like a school credit? She's in there for the school credit. <laughs> I saw the fucking plot. <laughs> but this is all based on theory. It's never yes, confirmed. Yes, Anyway, yeah, they pass by a Barachiosaurus, mm-hmm. which is the long neck mm-hmm. if you're a Lamb Before Time fan. And yeah, then they come across, they go to find Blue, and Owen's just like, I'll go find Blue. I just know that they're, it's somewhere around here. And then they go because Blue um, and Owen is a dyad in the in the force. They can no, feel each then, other. Then they go into the T Rex paddock, I think. Mm, wait, who? We're near the T Rex paddock. Yeah, because uh, they're near the T Rex paddock. But then Buffalo Bill and Owen they go to search Blue. But then Claire and Hipster Guy they go in kind of like in an on something like between the tunnels to trying to find like the security stuff. To unhack it to try to find Blue and the other animals. Oh, yeah. The IT guy's a hacker. He's uh-huh. an actual hacker this time. He's not a kid that says, I'm a hacker. Yes. And then after that... Um, oh, yeah. Blue comes out because they find a, a Jeep Wrangler that's turned over, I think. No, the Ford. The Ford with oh, yeah. Tim were in the, in the car. So, so that they car... They didn't clean that fucking thing? No one thing? clean it. In 30 years? Yeah. That's Ew. fucking a studio nostalgia bait right there. 
how much shit would be in that? Yes. Ew. But yeah, the blue comes out and is like, Rah! and then Owen is like, hey, girl, how are you? But then he's trying to bond with her, but she gets tranquilized by Buffalo Bill and the mercenaries. First twist. Well, also kills a mercenary. Yeah. <laughs> blue takes out a mercenary before she uh, um, passes out. Mm-hmm. And uh, then... Uh, Owen tries to attack Buffalo Bill, but he tranquilizes him mm-hmm. and he threatens to shoot the annoying bitch, the, that liar. And uh, she's like, I'm the only one that can keep Blue alive. And so she, you know, lies about that. And uh, then he's just like, all right, put your weapons down. We'll just take her. And so they take her, but they just leave Chris Pratt there. They leave Owen there. Mm-hmm. He's just face down, too. With his fucking ass up. Yeah, he got lucky that none of the dinosaurs raped him. It's too bad that it wasn't Chris Evans, because then that would have been America's ass. Oh Jesus! What he does have a great ass. <laughs> okay, and then to we... be fair, oh, it's Mount Sibo is the is the name of the oh. volcano, because now we get our second act. Really, is this it? Is the... prob- I think it's still the first act, though. Well, end of the first act. This is incredible yeah this is actually i how everything is shot mm-hmm. and how chaotic everything is this is great there's a reason why it's used on all the promotional material mm-hmm. yeah and so we see that um claire and the and the hipster they're they, they do it everything but they sense that one of the one of the dinosaurs is going through the tunnels and then i was like oh my god and the guy has this obsession with the t-rex because he's scared of the t-rex oh my god is the t-rex here i was like it's not the fucking t-rex it's claire and I don't know the name of this dinosaur. Do you know it? Oh, the Baryonyx. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and so then we see that he's between the tunnels and a lot of like lava is already coming through. And I was like, we need to get away. And I love Claire the way she's like, chair, give me the chair. And they're trying to get to like one of the one of the stairs to get up. Oh, and then after that, I think this is when uh Owen wakes up. And uh, he's trying not to get the lava, get caught on lava. He's not trying to get Anakin Skywalker. So he's like, he was like, well, yeah, because his body, he he hasn't gotten his senses back. It's very Princess Bride slash. uh, There's a sketch from the Carol Burnett show with Tim. uh, What's it? Tim Conway. Mm -hmm. And he keeps he's trying to use the uh, the uh, what is that they use for uh, teeth? To like dull the senses or whatever. Oh, oh, oh. It's just, like the needle. You, he keeps, yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm morphing. You know, no, not morphing. Um, anesthesia? Anesthesia, yeah. Mm-hmm. It Because in that sketch, he keeps stabbing different parts of his body with the <laughs> anesthesia. <laughs> and what makes that sketch funny is Harvey Corman just cannot keep it together. Mm-hmm. He's laughing so hard. But yeah, it's a lot like that, where it's just like his whole body just got shot with anesthesia, nice. and he's gonna flip over. It's really funny. I feel like this movie was unintentionally hilarious. It's mm-hmm. a great comedy at points, and uh, he's trying not to get the lava. Anyway, um, um, Justice Smith and Claire they end up narrowly escaping through an emergency ladder, and they lock the baryonics inside the communication center because mm-hmm. they found an old abandoned communication center yes and uh yeah he's surprised by a it's a synoptor 
Sinoxeratops. Uh, plays with him for a little bit. It gets scared off and runs away. And then this is where all the animals, Rose. all the dinosaurs, mm. they run away. We see all the different types of them. They, uh, this is his turn to go because he's running Tom Cruise style and is going yes. run. And then all the dinosaurs, boom, just run. Jumanji stampede. It is very much a stampede. And then, yeah, trailer moment there. And there in the gyrosphere hamster ball. A really convenient well. gyrosphere. That's right there. Mm-hmm. And they are going down and they're going in the open field to the cliff face. And the lava is also just swallowing up everything. Surprising that Chris Perry, his skin is not burning. Well, you can't have, you can't wreck that pretty face. <laughs> Well, he has plot armor, like you say. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of fallen debris, and there's magma bombs, and it's it's pretty cool. And then we get the motherfucking T-Rex. Oh no, the Carnosaurus uh-huh. comes first and is gonna eat them all. And then nope, the T-Rex comes, mm-hmm. and then boom, awesome moment, great shot of the T-Rex in front of uh, them, roar mm-hmm. at just gives off this awesome roar i'm just like oh man that's so cool and they use that for like posters and stuff Mm -hmm. it's really fun and then they make a run from the ash like they're escaping from pompeii or something and then they go off the cliff owen gets engulfed in the ash by the way Mm -hmm. and the gyrosphere you can tell that this this was shot in like in the water tank and stuff, because we get the first person GoPro view of them mm-hmm. going down, boom, into the water. And we see a bunch of dinosaurs as well. They, of course, jumped off the cliff. And we see, it's kind of sad though, because a lot of those dinosaurs can't swim. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, they died. And then the gyrosphere starting to fill up with water. And Owen's trying to get him out with his knife. Mm-hmm. Okay, why not? Because it's, sealed shut and whatever manages to get them out they go to the surface and they go to the beach and then of course claire is like they lied it was uh guys i think we should get out of here get out of here (laughs) yeah and because they see uh this is the jurassic uh, no, this is Lost World moment where they're seeing through the binoculars. And seeing the dinosaurs getting captured. Yeah, getting captured. You see a giant Stegosaurus. The T-Rex mm-hmm. makes it out, thankfully. Uh, a Baryonyx makes it out. And then and Buffalo course, Bill does the teeth thing. Yeah, he takes a, a Stegosaurus tooth. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty like, oh, ow. Like no anesthesia or anything. Mm-hmm. Just straight up pulls a tooth. And he has a whole collection. He's... They should call him the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Which is the name of another villain in the Hannibal Lecter verse. Mm-hmm. So it does work. And uh, also, the girl just won't stop being like, oh, you need me or whatever. Hey, stop doing that. All that stuff. I'm just like, cut the. Cut. Shut up, little miss attitude. All right. <laughs> we get it. We get it. All right. Mm hmm. It's not going to do anything. It shows that she's a strong female. She don't need no man or woman. 
and um they see blue being tendered to her mm-hmm. uh so what do they do they steal a truck raiders of the lost ark style yeah and <laughs> literally because they change the hats and the uniforms and everything and uh they barely make it onto this ship before the rest of the island gets um engulfed mm-hmm. and the saddest moment with the brachiosaurus <sighs> yes where the brachiosaurus is like wait for me <laughs> you bastard you didn't wait for me not only that apparently they confirmed that was the original brachiosaurus from the first movie yeah. i was like why did you have to say that seriously let the past there's die. no no point in that let the past die it's bad enough that we see a brachiosaurus and it's kind of heartbreaking yeah but you know what's doing the ryan johnson killed the nostalgia it's it's with the sunset Mm -hmm. and it's shot beautifully really well shot though yeah j.a bayona was not the problem with this movie no what's the screenplay once again made by who wrote colin trevorrow and someone else Derek connelly ah Ah. his writing partner yes Yes, so it was there. I blame you, Trevorrow. <laughs> so, yeah, this is when the rest of the movie takes place at the Lockwood Estate. Mm-hmm. In a house. In a house. That's actually great. It's an interesting setting. That. It's a very different setting for Jurassic World. Uh-huh. And I heard that they were just going to be like, they focus a lot on the house and stuff and i was like all right it's a spacious mansion or whatever and it's not on an island mm-hmm. you know this this is literally like you said it is the last jedi i, yes. I was hoping that it would be more last jedi mm-hmm. which came out that uh a year prior mm-hmm. the problem is once again the execution yes like story wise i think uh the pacing the visuals and actually some of the a lot of the acting is not bad Mm -hmm. for the most part when it doesn't have the fucking cartoon looney tunes moments Mm -hmm. but after this this is when uh i think this is when it turns out that uh mills who is a rafe's ball he is he was the one that was in charge of uh getting the dinosaurs but not only getting the dinosaurs what they're gonna do with them is gonna sell them on the black market <laughs> so he can make a lot of money and he this is literally just an, a greedy assistant that's that's all he is mm-hmm. no, nothing nothing else to his character he's just greedy asshole that wants to make money and uh we see Maisie go around the house as well we see this little pulley elevator that she uses later on which mm. becomes important yeah and uh this is oh is this where he meets toby stevens or yes. no not, not not toby stevens toby jones toby jones the dobby 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 is a sleazy bastard he yeah lives- he's an auctioneer with the worst american accent i have ever heard like it's it's bad mm. man and he's got this weird comb over ish like fake hair and yeah, they're going to s- sell the dinosaurs for the money. And of course, Maisie hears it. The plan is going to tell her grandpa. But, uh, oh, before that, we learn 
that they are making a new dinosaur, the Indoraptor. Okay, whatever. I just don't care at this point. <laughs> and then, huh, what does happen after that? Um... Well, after this, we see that Doctor Wu is talking with uh, with the guy. It was, it was like a, they they need that the Indoraptor needs a mother that they cannot rush it because the Indoraptor is a prototype. Like they need Blue's blood to make it better for the next one. So it's like an iPhone. This is a better version of the Indoraptor. And so then we see that Macy sees the the Indoraptor from afar. But she gets immediately scared because Macy went underneath uh, the mansion because she finds out all of the different like tunnels and all of the different kind of like cages that is around underneath the the, the mansion. As also we see that back in the boat, we see that the girl needs a, a blood from another predator, and the only predator that could be compatible with Blue is a T Rex. So we see Owen and Claire, they're going to do a blood tra- a blood transfusion. And we see even Claire riding the tears like a pool. <laughs> Good use of animatronics. Yes, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. They so get the I, could, I, could, mm-hmm. I could see a lot more animatronics, especially with the T-Rex. It was cool. And the, mo- the moment the T-Rex wakes up just as they're about to leave. And of course, Owen is still there and he's like, ah, narrowly escapes. Use that in the trailers. All the time. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, so they get the blood transfusion. And then after that, uh, they give the blood to blue. And then unfortunately, um, justice Smith is captured or no, 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 he's caught in mistake of a mercenary. He's helped. He's forced to help transfer the dinosaurs to the Lockwood Manor, and then Owen and Claire sneak into the truck. They're discovered by Buffalo Bill, and he imprisons them in the uh, manor basement. And then, uh, oh yeah, Lockwood also didn't believe her when she said that Mills was evil and that they're using the dinosaurs for just selling for them for preservation. Yeah, he's just like, oh, you just misheard them or misunderstood. I'm like, no, you idiots. Mm-hmm. Listen to your granddaughter. And In quotes. Once, yes. Um, she goes to the elevator. She enters the laboratory, and she finds several convenient clips of Owen training Blue and the raptors on Isla Nublar. How convenient. And that the will give an exposition. Yes, once again treating Dr. Wu like the bad guy for some Mm -hmm. reason. I don't know why. Um, And speaking of which, Dr. Wu is is there. He's very stressed out about Blue's condition. Mm -hmm. And oh, they find the Indoraptor, which of course they want to use for the military. Of course. And (laughs) what she does is... Oh, it reaches out and strokes her hair from behind. Mm -hmm. But, of course, she does the girl thing and screams. And it alerts the attention of Rafe Spall. And then he takes her upstairs and locks Maisie Lockwood in her bedroom. And it's just like, here, we're just going to keep you in your room. Okay, whatever. And then Lockwood is just like, 
okay, so yeah, are you really going to sell the dinosaurs in an auction? And then, uh, man, you used my own mansion as the auction's venue. Mm-hmm. Kind of fucked up. He's just like, uh, anyway, call the police on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like an idiot. And then Mills is just like, nah, and smothers him with a pillow. Yes, telenovela move. <laughs> that'll do Cromwell. That'll do Cromwell. That'll do. That'll do. Oh boy! But stupid moment. Oh, and then we see the moment of like breaking the the mosquito in amber, like Hammond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Let then, the past die. Yeah, and then after this, we get into the most weirdest plot point in this movie: the sale of the dinosaurs. We get into. I for me, this is a, something that I never expected in this fucking movie. I was like, damn, okay, we're gonna go there. And so we see classic Texan, Texan people with the big ass mustache and the fucking uh, the fucking big ass hats. We see the stereotypical Russians, the stereotypical Asian people, and then they go into the sale. As we see, um, uh, Davi, he's starting to do in the sale. I was like, this is our first dinosaur. So how much money do you want for it? I was like, uh, one million dollars, two million dollars, three million dollars, more million dollars for the person on the phone. <laughs> sold, and then it's a montage of all these dinosaurs getting sold. Mm-hmm. They're making a lot of money too. Yeah, and because Mills is taking like he he has like a a computer that shows yeah, counting all of sold. the all of the sale millions. And then after that, hmm, what happens? We see that Claire and Owen meet Macy. Oh, yeah. But before that, they, they get out. Uh, they get a Stigamolic, which is like the dinosaur with like the super hard head. They get this baby Stigamolic to um, crash through the wall like a battering ram. With the Looney Tune sound? Yes, with the Looney Tune sound. And gets them out of prison. And that's when they see Maisie. Because she also escaped through the the elevator, pulley elevator, mm-hmm. in the room. And Mills knows this as well. He's just like, shit, she got out. Yeah, she did the one thing. The one thing that can destroy me. <laughs> and so then they're like, no, come on, we, we can be friends. I was like, we can help you, says Claire and Owen to Maisie. And then they go in like between the like uh like the vents and they see like the sales like uh, and then we see Davi sales like uh, we have this new ascendant development. This is the perfect weapon for combat, better than any soldier. We call it the Indoraptor. And it has a really badass introduction though. The way that we only see the shadows first, and then we see the way it has kind of like a ghost strike. And it looks kind of like a me like a between the size of a raptor and a T-Rex, kind of like a medium-sized T-Rex. Yeah, it's got those, like, spiny, like, uh, um, like, hairs mm-hmm. on the back of it, and the red same, eyes. like, red eyes, and the build, like, the mouth and stuff of the Indoraptor, or the, the Indominus mm-hmm. Rex, except now that it's, it, the Indominus Rex was white, mm-hmm. This one is completely jet black, minus like a big yellow stripe or whatever, because we got to sell those toys. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, it's not for sale, but any- it doesn't matter because they're like, eh, we're going to... A Russian is like, 20 million. 
Yeah, and then uh, Rafe Spall is just like, no, 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 let's put it on sale. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and we know it's a good soldier this time because uh, it could lock onto a specific target mm-hmm. because of a laser and a certain sound from a gun. Mm-hmm. So it's been conditioned. Yes. Okay, and then... Then after this... Wu is not happy that the Indoraptor is being sold because and- it lacks Blue's genome. Mm-hmm. And so after this, we see that Chris Pratt finds the that dinosaur that helps him help him to get out get out of prison, and he lets them free. And he, you see that dinosaur killing a lot of different rich people. We just see the rich people just flying away. Woo! Woo! <laughs> and, and then we see that Chris Pratt is like punching a lot of people. He's like, "I'm the hero." And then the 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 villain's like, no, let's get the fucking Indoraptor back. And then he stops the Indoraptor, puts it in the mirror, and the Indoraptor's like, oh, you're the main character. I have to go against you. They have a disturbing look. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. He takes out a bunch of mercenaries mm-hmm. as well. And um, so the cage that has the Indoraptor doesn't go back in mm. to the awesome entrance room, I guess. And so it's just still there in the auction room. So Buffalo Bill, stupidly, because mm-hmm. uh, they knock it out, and he wants one of his teeth. Mm-hmm. This is the Looney Tunes moment. Yes, where he goes to get the teeth, and then you've just seen the back. The tail is wiggling, and the mont and the Indoraptor literally smiles and winks at the camera. Yes, and bites his arm off, and the sound he makes, he's like. Ee! chomp eats his arm mm-hmm. and then it's like no he's literally just like no rah, 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 rah. and we see that toby jones is like oh, i'm getting out of here i'm going in the uh elevator the big elevator. elevator yep uh but i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna say anything just gonna quietly get in the elevator and then he sees there's like three other people in there and they pushes a woman out of the way, and then of course she stupidly screams. Ah! <laughs> and then it tries to get in, but he closes the elevator just in time. But the, the but, Indoraptor, by mistake, fucked up, fucks up the control and opens the elevator, so eats them all. Yep, we don't even see it. But mm-hmm. I was just like, this is a cartoon, and we get into the J.J. Abrams. Uh, I forgot the other screenwriter from episode nine. Level of stupid twist in this movie. You mean Chris Terrio? Chris Terrio, thank you. Uh, we get into the biggest twist. So they're walking between the tunnels, and then the guy was like, "What are you doing with her?" And we made it was like, "We're protecting her from you. What you did, you monster!" Says Claire. You're like, "Oh, you're gonna take care of her? Why you think? Why you think that love will protect her so much?" It was like, Lovewood never had a granddaughter. Lovewood lost her daughter. That's why Hammond and Lovewood split away. It was like, a, he made her again. You, Macy, are a Palpatine. Okay, I'm just going to re re-say that. Basically, uh-huh. he's just like, oh, I get it. You've now just suddenly decided to be her adoptive parents. Uh-huh. Why not? Because the other assistant that was there, I don't know, she fucked off for the day. Yeah. And um, then he's just like, yeah, what do you think caused the rift between Lockwood and Hammond? Why he was never mentioned. It's because Lockwood wanted his daughter back. 
So he cloned his daughter. Mm -hmm. Maisie is that clone. <sighs> okay. It's not far fetched. Number no. one. I noticed that a lot of people didn't hate it. And I'm like, if you can fucking clone dinosaurs, don't you think that cloning humans is not that far fetched? It's, but it's, no. it's not far fetched, yes. But my question would be, though, why this random ass character? Would it be better to be for a character that we already established? Would, well, would it have been better that Bryce Dallas Howard or Owen Grady was a clone? Or like a bunch of people would be clones. Why not? Uh huh. Fuck it. Fuck it. But Stay I was like, this bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then after that, uh, Indoraptor then proceeds to kill the two mercenaries that were with Rafe Spall, mm -hmm. literally right in front. And then they're like, "All right, let's get out of here." And so then we get into our third act. Our uh, I like to call it the castle sequence because mm -hmm. it's like a monster attacking a castle with like the tower and everything. Mm -hmm. and, um, it's actually the best part of the movie. Yes, because, because there's a lot of good tension. There's a lot of good like messing chases. with mm -hmm. chases because they're like there's like a dinosaur exhibit in the mansion. So it's like it could be in the exhibit and stuff and like the flashes of lightning. That's really cool. And it's conveniently not raining, mm -hmm. of course. It's just, like, thunder and lightning. And then, they're yeah, they're trying to process that, like, uh, Maisie's the clone. So, yes, that's kind of a big deal, especially mm -hmm. for a little girl. And, uh, oh, yeah, it cuts back to our millennials, and they're continuing to treat Blue. Mm -hmm. And that she's like, oh, Blue has some T-Rex blood. And then Wu is like, no! it is impossible uh it's not pure blood because apparently t-rex blood tainted the genome whatever uh -huh. and then uh and then Danto Wu in, uh, again disappears to be back in the sequel in the third oh one. no 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 uh apparently uh justice smith injected 20 cc's of caffernetil nil either way he basically knocked his ass out yeah and uh, then the two two mercenaries come in, and they're just like, three, stay there. But Blue wakes up, eats them both. They escape. Mm -hmm. After um, Justice Smith, he was free, because they were both cuffed to the cage um, before that, but they were able to escape. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the, the girl frees Blue. So uh, Yeah, the, 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 the hipsters killed those mercenaries. But the the battle also uh, punctured to a lot of tanks of hydrogen hydrogen gas Inside in the lab. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so they take they go to the mansion and the ah the skeleton and replica display room, and they notice um, that there's a corpse right by this gigantic skull, mm -hmm. and they approach it, but the Indoraptor's there. It's, it pulls the corpse behind the skull, mm -hmm. and then it's them. It's a lot of, like, cat and mouse mm -hmm. sequence. It's really well done. I actually applaud the movie for this, because yes. it's very well-paced and everything. And at one point, um, 
they're hiding in the exhibit. Yes. And then it, it tracks the their sense, climbs on the skull, and then... Oh, no, no, no. They go up the spiral scare- staircase. Mm-hmm. It manages to stab Claire in the leg as well with one of its claws. And this is when the interrupter is chasing Macy through the house. And on then, the roof. Uh, no, through the house first. And then oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, interrupter yeah, goes to the roof, gets his, uh, his supervillain shot with the, by the moon. And then it goes slowly. I really like the way that he's like going down like almost backwards to Macy's room as we see Macy. Why are you here on the bed? She's a kid. I know, but she was like, the bed? We need a trailer moment, okay? I know, it's a good trailer moment. As we, we have s- so many fucking trailer moments in this trilogy. And then the Indoraptor, if we see them opening slowly and then opens it, and it was like, it's a ghostly claw, super close to the little girl. And then Chris Pratt shows up and shoots him like three times. Shoots her, sorry. Like like three times. I was like, a, but then the Indoraptor was like, I survive. And then the Blue, Blue was like, a, you're not going to kill my man. And then Blue comes and they're, they're fighting. And then Chris Pratt joins in the bed with Macy, and then they run away from the from the bed, and they go in between. I was like, a Macy's like, a, I know a way out, and they go like to between the windows, trying to get away from the from the room, and they get into like the top of that museum that we already talked about, and there's kind of like a big like um, glass ceiling, and the Indoraptor is about to attack them. But, but then Claire was like, no, you attack me, you bastard. And then the Indoraptor is just in the middle. But then Claire picks up a gun with the laser pointed at Owen because it's, it's a trap. And then the Indoraptor was about to fall, but he didn't. And, and the Chris was like, oh, my God, I'm dead. And then Blue was like, no, you bitch. And then they fucking fight again. And the Indoraptor falls with Blue. But Blue makes it out alive as the Indoraptor gets impaled. Impaled by the fucking body of a rhinoceros, I think? No, no, no. Um, Ag- Agugus Ceratops. Ceratops. Uh, oh, okay. So it's a kind of uh, um, Triceratops mm-hmm. sort of thing. Uh, or, yeah, it's. I think it's like a Triceratops, but without the third horn. Oh, so okay. It's like, there's two of them. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just stabs him and it just dies there. Really they just leave it there. It's really cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they reunite with the millennials. And then the final issue of the movie, the they're dinosaurs busted. are trapped. Mm-hmm. That's being flooded with hydrogen cyanide. Mm-hmm. So they're all slowly dying. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, do we press, of course, the big red button mm-hmm. to let them. This is actually a good question. It's like, do we leave them to die or do we let them loose basically out in the world? Hmm. And then they they ultimately decide, Not no, to. we're gonna let them die. But then, but because she, um, she doesn't want the dinosaurs to destroy the world because they realize they're like, yeah, this is probably the best thing for them. Mm-hmm. But and then all of a sudden, the the doors open and the dinosaurs run away. And then Claire and Owen turn around and it's like they're alive, like me. This is the moment when her eyes should have been turned yellow, or at least her fucking mouth to go like, like kind of like a like a dinosaur, or like a no, serpent or something. No. I audibly just went, huh? It was to the sequel setup because Colin Trevorrow he 
this is a fucking like a filler movie to get to the thing that he wanted. He wanted the dinosaurs out in the world. Or the third movie. Yeah. To be fair, I get it. But at the same time, it's just like that's the reason they're alive like me. So what? I'm alive. Uh-huh. You're alive. There's lots of people that are alive. I get it. They're they're clones like me or something. Or or she could have just said they're like me. Uh-huh. And that would have made sense. I know we're being the asshole, but... But I think just... Macy should have said they deserve to, lie, to live. Yeah. I think that would have been the better line. Like me. Uh-huh. Fine. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyway, Rafe Spall, he's about to put the Indominus fragment in his car, and uh, he sees that uh, the men go to investigate, but... And a stampede. Um, stampede happens, and... Uh, Dinosaurs are now out of the mansion and they're just trampling and killing people to death. A lot of people. Um, but he, of course, hides under the car, like in the first movie, mm -hmm. which he's... is quickly trampled. And he's like, sort of, he's not crushed, but almost like a throwback, almost crushed. But he just gets out and it seems like everything's going to be fine. But nope. Rawr, rawr. And, uh, he, he picks up the Indominus Rex fragment, but a T-Rex appears, and it snatches her. And then it w gets one half, and then the Carnotaurus gets um, the other half. Gets the other half. And the Indominus fragment gets destroyed. destroyed by the T-Rex. Yep. And then... Owen says goodbye to the love of his light blue. <laughs> yep. And then they're just like, well, shit. And they shot at Macy's eye. This is the moment where her eye should have turned a little yellow. Just to okay, tease that she's said, part no, dinosaur or bro, something. Bro, bro, you just said that. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, the T-Rex conveniently destroys the Indominus fragment, so we get no more hybrid an uh, um, animals, which mm -hmm. I'm like, good. Good. Because doing the same thing in the sequel is never a good idea. And then we get to the monologue. Ah, yes. So now we get... Um, oh yeah, Owen is like, come with us, Blue, because they exit and they're just like, whatever. And then Blue does the How to Train Your Dragon moment, touches Owen's hand, but mm -hmm. Blue is like, no, I'm going to be free. I'm not going to be in the cage. And then you have the speech, or do you just want to do the plot points? Uh, well, I don't have a, the whole thing, though, but technically Ian Marcos was like, a, humans and dinosaurs are now forced to coexist. Where we so we we focus around and we're we just focus on political megalomania. It's like a, we think that we control everything, and, but then we have random things like a car crash. But now we have to adjust as we see the Mosasaurus eating some tourists, people surfing. We see a T Rex fighting a lion by screams, and as we see that Owen and, and Claire, they're seeing pterodactyls flying. You know, it's like a, we have entered a new era. Welcome to Jurassic World. <laughs> do, do. Oh, yeah. And they've basically just adopted Maisie at this point because they're like, fuck, she doesn't have a family. Yeah. And I guess we're together now because plot demands it. Yeah. And they go out and we see Blue out in the Arizona desert. About 30 some people. Yep. Going into a suburb. So, yeah. Dinosaurs are now in the world. And, that's and there's the actually end. a post credit. There's actually a post credit. Ah, uh, yeah, Pterodactyls in Vegas, I think. Yeah, some pterosaurs uh, in uh, Paris, mm. Eiffel Tower. No, I, I don't think know it was why Vegas. they made a post. 
Pteranodons. Oh, yeah, no, it's the Eiffel Tower replica in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a bunch of Pteranodons flying around on the Eiffel Tower. So now they're making a nest uh, in Vegas. So, yeah, um, that's was Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. That was a lot. That was a lot. There's a lot of blood in these two movies, like uh, in quotes. Um, I'm going to say this. These two movies feel like the Fast and Furious vacation of Jurassic of Jurassic Park. Well, this was made by the same studio. Yes. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me. These movies, they're fun. They're dumb, fun movies. Because this is the thing. You will never get the quality of the first one again. It's never going to happen. It really was lightning in a bottle. Yes. So I... I think Jurassic World is like a seven, and Fallen Kingdom is like another seven too. Look, I love dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. I love Jurassic Park, but I, that's the thing. I expect quality from these movies. I expect good storytelling. These don't really have these. These are once again sci-fi original movies. Mm-hmm. And look, if it didn't have the name Jurassic Park, I wouldn't be so harsh on this because this would just be a fine adventure movie and yeah. it would be fine, dumb fun. Yeah. Like the Fast and the Furious movies. That's its own franchise. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It should have ended before that, but it's whatever. But I cannot be so generous to it. So Jurassic World... Uh, I think I'm going to give like a five and a half. It's just okay. And Fallen Kingdom, I'm going to have to give that mess a four. Damn! I'm pretty har- I'm pretty harsh when it comes to direct, like quality franchises. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I know. But I will give them credit uh-huh. that there are a lot of good things. Uh-huh. But I can't keep going like super high. It's just like, it's just fine. Mm-hmm. If the if the stories were not so stupid, I would be more forgiving. And there, but there is a lot of effort put into it. And we'll see how Jurassic World Dominion mm-hmm. turns out, because that is going to be our last one. We're hoping to get our guest. Um, I'm not going to say who it is, just in case she can't do it. But. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as we see Dominion, we're going to talk about it. But that will conclude our month. And yeah, we have done five of the six Jurassic Park. Jurassic movies. Month, baby. In three weeks. That's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm glad that we did, we, we're going through this, this journey, though. And I am excited for Dominion still because this is my childhood. Jurassic Park, I saw when I was four years old in theaters. I like the journey. It hasn't it hasn't destroyed my love for it like Rise of Skywalker did. Not yet. So let's see. Hope Dominion that doesn't do that. But that happens. Oh boy. Oh my god, if it happens. Oh, oh no. It's a very long movie. Yeah. So I think I'm excited for Dominion still though. Because seeing the original, seeing uh, uh, Alan Grant and seeing Ellie and Ian back and as always, you can find me at Robert RDC on Twitter, Instagram, and on Letterboxd at Robert RDC. Please follow the podcast on SYNS Pod and you, Billy? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at 
Master of Puns 196. Every word starts with a capital letter. You can also follow me on Instagram at Billy Batson's Lightning. Nothing is capitalized. And once again, please follow us on our Twitter at SYNSPod, as well as give us a five-star review and just write a review on Apple, Google, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, wherever podcasts are listened to. And as always, see you next summer. Inca camouflage! <laughs>